Big Ray Hernandez, Jamie the Vet Williams. This is your next level wrestling review. Presented by Amin Media and ChannelAttitude.com. And Good evening, good afternoon, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, ah, this helps me clear my voice. This is your next level wrestling review. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who I am, I am the pundit of the people, not the reporter. I used to be the reporter and the mark of the masses, but I'm not that anymore. I'm the pundit of the people, the man with the plan. Big Ray here to say to talk some Lucha Libre, which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. Wow. I don't know what the hell just happened. Yeet. I just feel this energy inside. Oh, fuck. Yeet. Okay, that's better. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not alone. I am really not alone today. It's a fucking three-way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, pause. Anyway, let me introduce to you my incredibly busy co-host. The Vent. He's a Rip Rogers guy. Yeet! The vet. Yeet, yeet, yeet. Rip, rip, rip Rogers guy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to a podcast, doesn't even have to be wrestling. You're fucking like, uh, I don't know, goddamn news uh, fucking weather podcast. There's a tornado today, and uh, to break down what makes a tornado, it's the vet, Jamie Williams. What? fuck are you talking about yes he's a rip rogers guy it is the vet jamie williams jamie the vet what's going on brother well the forecast today calls for a high chance of yeet yeet yeah Where's guys yeet? yeah 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 guys yeet. huh yeet? yeah yo vet i mean first and foremost how are you today I'm fine, but who cares about me? We got to yeet this on over to our special guest. Yeet! Well, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to let you fucking do the intro on this fucking uh, handsome young man from uh, Down Under. Uh, well, uh, it's, uh, it's Piers Austin. How's it going, Piers Austin? Ah, ladies and gentlemen, he is a ring announcer extraordinaire. He's a play-by-play analyst extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, our brother from Down Under. He's also a podcaster and uh, interviewer and lover extraordinaire. It is the one and the only, our brother, yeah, from Australia, yeah. It's Pierce Austin. What's going on, Pierce? What's going on, guys? Hey, down. What's happening? By the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stooge off. I'm gonna stooge off. That um, prior to this show, he's on the phone with his sunglasses on, like 
yeah, we're gonna fucking take this guy out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking door so we're gonna take this fucking bully out anyway i was like what the fuck kind of drug deal is going on here <laughs> you weren't on that i, was, I got no, nervous no, no this is i'm sure this is wrestling business because oh. you you forgot that piers austin is an acclaimed manager as well that's right yeah you baby know. the truth that's right yes he's quite handsome young man that you uh managed there mm -hmm. the championship oh. belt <laughs> family man in more ways than one so what's going on bro not much man not much i've got a couple of weeks off work so uh taking some time off to do some stuff around the house do some podcasting and uh i figured while i'm gonna be off i might as well stay up late on a wednesday evening and join uh my two homies over in the u.s for some uh next level wrestling on the nxt Humming Media Group. Goddamn right, uh, pal. So fuck yeah, man. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. What is it over there? Like 2 a.m.? Yeah, bro. Just past 2 a.m., man. I got my large McDonald's almond latte here. What? Maccas. 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 Maccas, brother. Maccas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, an almond latte? We don't have that here in the United States. All we have is fucking coffee and, and goat piss. That's why, man, like American coffee is terrible. In Australia, like coffee is great. Like we have cappuccinos, we have lattes, we have macchiatos. Well, I mean, we have that too, but we have to pay like a, like half a mortgage. Really? Like we can't go to McDonald's and get high quality. You should just set an almond, almond latte. And they yeah, don't have that at McDonald's here. This right? is like, yeah, like this is like four bucks or something. What? Yeah, like four or five, like maybe five dollars. You see here here in America, people take their five dollars and they subscribe to Hami Media Group yeah. on channelattitude.com. Mm. That's they get, why they get face slapped. Because the coffee's so bad. Yeah. And they have to import it to get good coffee. That's you know. It's that's true. It's I can't true. I can't live without my coffee. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Yeah. Can't wait till uh we were saying off air. Can't wait till Edge starts uh I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I work with fucking children. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, old, old bug eyes. It's, it's already uh, happening. It's just Beth Phoenix has to hear it right now. As soon as I saw that thing about Ricky Starks going off script, I was just going, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Like, there's, there's, like, really, like, because every, like, in all reports that you see about, like. Of, of edge he's everyone says how much of a nice guy he is he, and is. How he is very fucking nice guy and he you has big I mean? eyes so you gotta think like how much of a pretentious cunt could this guy be or is this all a work to try and build you know i was listening to uh the vet i was listening to you on the uh i don't know if it was the wreckage or the the, the collision or whatever the fuck you guys uh no you yeah you were sifting through the wreckage Mm -hmm. Jimmy T. This was after, just after this whole gimmick, uh, mm -hmm. this whole uh, situation, and um, I gotta give, I gotta give our, our brother from down under Jimmy T credit. He's like, yeah, this is ain't right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a shoot, and I and, and and I think you guys all came to the conclusion that uh, these guys, well, not these guys, uh, the fucking uh, what's this Beavis uh, or Butthead? Which one? More, he's more like he looks more like Butthead, right? Um, Ricky Starks, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Dominican butthead. He went into business for himself. It's quite unfortunate. Live on air with four hundred people, four hundred thousand people watching. 
But you know what? Like sometimes, you know, like you got to like, let's look at it from the other like double-edged sword here, right? You could very easily say like, oh, I got stuck and I got froze and I forgot my what my line was. So I just had to throw something out there. But even then, like, that's when, like, you get backstage, you apologize and say, hey, look, this is what, you know, address it to the veteran. But <clears throat> that could have been a possibility as well. But by the sound of it, it wasn't. Yeah, it sounded pretty shooty to me. Uh, yeah, but uh, I could I could tell immediately uh, Edge was looking around at the 700 people in this 10,000-person arena. Just looking at Ricky Starks, just like what the fuck, the, you know. And then, then, then he looked at his phone and he opened up his bank app. And he was like, "Oh, that's why. That's yeah. It's all this money, right for yeah. All this in stocks. We don't have to rely on the house anymore, guys. The money's guaranteed. Mm. Well, that's true. Well, especially when you when you work with Tony Khan. But anyway, neither here nor there, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, but what about our house, Ray? We rely well, on our house. Who, who's in our house? I was I was about to say that, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for you to be acknowledged. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home? Acknowledge me. All right. Who do we have here right now? We're gonna kick it off with the retro rocket review. All the way from Canada. It's from Canada, eh? Yeah. Lives in the What's that a boot? Oh, what's that? What's that a boot? Was that a boot? Oh, what's that a boot? Yeah. Big shout Sorry. out to Andre Corbio somewhere in space. <clears throat> Retro. Anyway, we have the biggest ass in all of HMG. It is France, Frank's pickle barrel ass. And how you doing? It's Media M5 here. Sitting over here eating spaghettis over here with the uh with the family. Medium five, he's over here. What are they testing on Lab Rat there, Pierce Austin? I don't know. What what what's uh, where's Lab Rat from? He's from Australia. Nobody knows. Nobody he's knows from a lab. What what are, what, are, what are they testing on Lab Rat at the moment? Like what's what's the uh, the uh, the juice of choice for the rat? What Let the us- fuck are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, what are they testing on the rat? I don't know. Lab rat. I don't fucking know. They're 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 they're, they're testing. Uh, you know, going off going off script on collision. That's what they're testing. Yeet. <laughs> testing yeet on. We have. We got to shout out the lovely Elizabeth. Oh yeah, Elizabeth. Big shout out to Elizabeth because Elizabeth messaged me last night. It's like Ray, you fucking idiot. Halloween Havoc is next week. So I had to fucking take everything down that I had put up, redo the thumbnail, message Pierce Austin, beg him to retweet me. Elizabeth, you are the you are the man or the woman or the person or they, them. It is uh with a record of 146 and 32. Ooh. Oh, oh. dancing one. Dan Heffern has lost quite a few there, Vet. One of those is probably to uh, one of the Paul brothers, I guess. Oh, jeez. What a fucking joke that is. We could discuss that. I, I would like to talk to, to Pierce about that because he is uh, a man of the fight game. Uh, what else we got here? We have... Uh, it's not 10. Not 9. Not even 11. It's J12. He's in the motherfucking house. Oh, the fucking cool Louis Vuitton gimmick there. Look at that. Thing. We have another brother who reached out to me on social media saying, Ray, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's not Halloween Havoc. It is <clears throat> Harvey Ooh, 
dia. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Anyway, we have this idiot trying to put over whatever the hell this is. And I'm just going to acknowledge him or her or it. Don't do any of this, guys. See this right here? This stuff. Don't buy any of this. Don't don't click that link. Look a little. That's cool how they have the little woman waving. Try to go, you horny guys. No, it's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, we fast forward here. Who else we have? We have. Uh... He is your father's brother's sister's cousin's former roommate. It is the dark side caster. Dark side caster with his giant fucking uh, laser sword gimmick. Uh, what else we have? Oh, I like this name. I haven't seen this one before, but a uh, big uh, yeet to Paul underscore 59 underscore face slap. He says big yeet for big Ray hashtag rich rip Rogers guy and Pierce Austin. Yolo. <laughs> is this the same? Is this the same number 59 Paul, aka Shooter, that's also on YouTube that's telling us to rise and yeet morons right now? Is that? <laughs> it would be a coincidence if you had two Pauls with a number 59 attached to them. It might be. Maybe he got suspended <clears throat> off of. Uh... Uh, yeah, know. he confirmed he switched over from Twitch. So yes. Oh, so oh, okay. All right. So he's so like, oh. he's you don't get two acknowledgments. This counts as both right now. That's don't funny. acknowledge him when you get down to him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ruthless. This is the man, the only man in the entire chat that will get his own intro theme. Let me just uh, let me just fast yes, forward this gimmick. Yes, if we could, yes, yes, we could get it. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the man, the myth, the legend. He is the hammer. What's going on, hammer? Everything good over there? Everything good in the hood? No. Is that him coming through my window? The hammer, Charles Evans. Well, Alfred, as you see here, but I like Evans better. We need to get him back on the show. Whenever the fuck he wants to come on, I told you he is a—he's uh, fully, you know, come on whatever the hell he wants. All right. Do I have to invite? Do we, do we have to invite him like Beetlejuice? Like say his name three times? Fucking like Charles Alfred just comes through, through the door like the fucking Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Charles, come on next week if, you, if you're not doing anything, bro. If you're not doing cardio. All right, well, let me see what we got here, guys. We're running through this really quickly. Uh, bu- 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 I feel like I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Who? Oh, the brother. A former WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Not gender. It is Jinder Mahal. He is in the house. Yes, Tony Khan wrote the script. We have, uh, I'm going to assume... This is our boy Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Ams. That's uh, Lambs with Noel and uh, bullshit. First thing in the morning, I'm gonna sounds assume. Hi guys, sounds a little soft for Chris. Hi guys, hi guys. Oh, then that's probably the doctor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Lipman. Mm-hmm. Hi guys. Hi, 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 Pierce. How are you? You good? I'm very well. We have the man that lost 766 pounds. All in his penis. Mike Martin. He's here. 
We have the man that is so sexy. What? Where'd the music go? Where did the big guy go? This this happens, uh, Pierce. You probably remember this from before, but Scott Woodford just completely kicks Ray out of the room with his sexiness every time. God fucking damn it. This man is so sexy, I can't put his picture up. Uh, <clears throat> this breaks StreamYard down. Oh, um, wasn't it his birthday yesterday? I think so. I think I saw something. Happy fucking birthday, Scott Woodford. Happy goddamn birthday. Another goddamn year on this stupid rock floating through space. <sighs> good times, good times. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Now, who the fuck is this? Listen, if you're on Facebook and you're not the Professor Chabelo de la Cruz, please put your name here so we know who you are, so you can be properly acknowledged. <sighs> they like the anonymity. Todd Brantley's here, the comment king. And I think, uh, I don't think I'm missing anybody, Vet, but you can laugh. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, trying to get two acknowledgments. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, no, no. All right, all right. I think we're done here. I think, oh, no. We have the ruler of the world. Saint Vicious. He's here. All right, guys. Uh, seems like uh, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is it? How do you it's see medium that? five uh, again? No, it's not. Yeah, it That's is medium five. Yeah, dude. Look, no more of these double dipping acknowledgements. We got a lot of shit. What is cover, going okay? on? What is going? You don't on? know what a yeet is. Come on, get with the program. Everybody know what knows what a yeet is. is, except for you, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Hey guys, uh, we have the uh, the possibly the sexiest beard in all of HMG, the Mighty Baba. Just made it in. Illuminati, naughty, naughty, naughty. All we're, right, we're, we're closing the shop. If anybody else wants to slide under the door, <clears throat> well, guys, looks like we made it through this uh, acknowledgement. Quite an acknowledgement. Thank you for joining us here live. Well, it looks like it's time for uh, the three count. If I could find that goddamn button. And here it is. This is the three count with the latest breaking news in pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, and more. Now back to Big Ray and the Vet. Are you smoking crack, dude? Vape. What is that? A vape. That's a vape? That thing looks like a fucking bottle of beer. Oh, wow. Oh, you could be some... It looks like a, a lightsaber. Like the one... That's yeah. caster uses. That's one more way the fictional country of Australia is better. <clears throat> no, man. It's just a, a... Yeah, it's a... This thing cost me like nearly 200 bucks. Jesus, fuck. A couple years ago, everyone was doing that before they had the little disposable fucking gimmicks. Yeah, before before those were a thing, man. Everyone had these. $25. What what flavor is that? That's a... Uh, I have this one. It's like a vanilla-y one called... (laughs) Called what? It's uh, it's called Steve Crane. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I fucking love that. All right. So it's vanilla? Yeah, it's, it's called Steam Cream. And uh, yeah, like, like, no, 
because like, you know, when like I, I started vaping to quit smoking cigarettes. So, cause it's like, when I wanted to smoke a cigarette, you know, that burn you get when you take a puff of a cigarette. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I tried doing all this vaping shit with all these candy flavored fucking bullshit. And I'd always go back. I'd always go back to wanting to smoke a cigarette. Like I'd go, yeah, that's really good. Now I'm just really fucking hungry for like a sweet or something yeah. like that. Yes. Um, and I'd always end up going back to cigarettes, but then I found this particular one where it's like I have it, and I was like, oh, I still get that same sort of, you know, burn in the back of the throat like a cigarette. So I was like, yeah, that's kept me off cigarettes for a long time. You know, you could. Why don't you just put a little Tabasco on, on the tip of your? Uh, you get a ton of burn on your your throat. <laughs> Yeah, like Colin. You know Colin. He has a he has he has a permanent t- uh, burn in the back of his throat from the glory hole. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I just smoke more weed, bro. Let's oh, <laughs> you. Anyway, um, I thought we'd. Uh, so what, what was the discussion we were talking about? Uh, I said I wanted to talk uh, during the three count about. Uh, oh yeah. Well, we know we we discussed we discussed the whole edge thing. That was part of the three count. But what I did want to do is um, I wanted to watch this trailer with you guys because I haven't seen it yet. And uh, I heard it's a big deal. Um, I don't know if you guys are interested. Um, before we jump into the trailer, uh, let me just jump to, to Pierce first and then, then Vet. <clears throat> when, when you were growing up, did you watch uh, World Championship Wrestling, world, world Class Championship Wrestling, uh, Texas based uh, organization by the Von, er- you know, by, uh, Mr. Von Eric there? No. No, we, we didn't. We, we didn't. We didn't get it here. I, yeah, that's impossible, like. right? How the hell was yeah, he like, watching like, that? Like, like, we, Australia? like we we got um, we got WWE World like in, we got that, and we got WCW for for a little while in like the midnight, like I think early nineties, um, and when Nitro first started, and then like when pay television became a thing here, we had more of it there. But like you got like ECW tapes at like the video store. From like the early days, like the Eastern Championship Wrestling days, um, and you get like maybe a couple of UWF tapes, but yeah, like world class and stuff like that was like you got UWF and you didn't get world class. Sorry, you, well, you got like that was like one UWF tape. A one you shared it. Like, it was like one UWF tape at the video store. Yeah, the town. Uh, Vet, what about you, man? You did you grow up watching any any of the Von Eric boys? Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. I watched that stuff later when um when WWE had the 24/7 channel. Oh wow. They showed world class every week and they would put up a new like episode mm-hmm. and uh it was hosted like they would do a hosting intro of uh Kevin and uh Michael Hayes. They would like talk talk before the episode. They would talk about what was going to be on the episode. They would kind of chat, do a little banter. Then they play the episode. Then they come back at the end and wrap up. So it was kind of like a little director's commentary with guys that were there. So I watched that. I I used to watch all of those, um, and uh, but that was like you know that's when I was actively wrestling. So it was right. like film study. <clears throat> I will say this: like I remember like watching bits of WCCW mm-hmm. and one of the things that really stood out to me from back then, like besides like the Von Eriks, but also like gentleman, Chris Adams and yes. his super kick. And you see his super kick compared to like a Shawn Michaels or like, you know, the young cucks, um, you know, like Chris Adams, when he hit that super kick, he looked like he'd absolutely take someone's head off. And I, like, I remember seeing one, 
that he hit on Rick Steiner and Rick Steiner sold it like he legit got knocked out. Like, you know, where it's like the bang and that slight. Hands are frozen up. Yeah, like that slight pause before you fall back. And it was like he emulated getting knocked the fuck out for real or he got knocked the fuck out for real from that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Man, uh, Bruiser Brody was down there. I, I was lucky enough in New York City, we got we got everything. They had this UHF channel, and you could see everything. Florida Championship Wrestling, Georgia Championship Wrestling, World Class, UWF. Was that the Joe Petticino one? Yeah. It was like the six-hour block. <laughs> yes, sir. Every wrestling ever. It was like every wrestling every day. Even my father, who was a wrestler, was like, all right, Pops, enough wrestling. <laughs> like, I was watching every fucking day. And it was around dinner time. They used to give uh, these great wrestling shows. And this was before they put it on ESPN. Uh, yeah. You know, so I got like the good shit. So I, I grew up loving these guys and, and knowing who the Von Erichs were and excited when Kerry Von Erich came to the WWF. I thought he was going to be the next world champion. I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know he was missing a foot, basically, mm-hmm. you know, half the man that he was prior to him being uh, in the WWE. But I figured none of us have watched this uh this trailer and uh as per fair use um we are discussing this we are discussing this trailer for the iron claw and uh i thought we'd bring it up and just take a look at it. it's about two minutes long and uh see if uh maybe you know we'll be interested in watching this movie uh it's, i think it's gonna come out just around christmas so uh this is uh the iron claw i'm excited for this movie actually here we go Ever since I was a child, people said my family was cursed. Mom tried to protect us with God. Now, this is Kevin Von Erich, correct? No, that's Kerry. Car- no, no. That's, I think that's Kerry. That's, that's basically Kerry. Who, who, who's the only surviving of Von Erich? Kevin. Kevin. This is Kevin. Okay. Somebody else plays Kerry. We'll see. Mom tried to protect us with wrestling. He said if we were the toughest, the strongest, nothing had ever hurt us. I believed him. We all did. Morning. Pants tomorrow, please, David. More cowbell. Perry, I want you to join your brothers in the ring. Yes, sir. I love that. Oh, my shit. Now, we all know Perry's my favorite, then Kev, then David, then Mike. But the rankings can always change. Now, the one thing, I'm, I'm stopping this for a reason, guys. You know why. Um, apparently, the guy playing Kerry Von Eric is like 5'9". That's the, he looks just like him, apparently does a good job at, at acting as him, but he's tiny. But do you know who, the guy, the, who that guy is? No. Did, did you ever watch, um, oh, fuck, that movie, and it's got uh, that, that series, and they have a UK version of it as well. Fuck. The Office. Um, no, not oh. The Office. It's... Um, and it's about the family, and they live in the slums in Chicago. Yeet! Oh, no. like the, the dad's name is Frank. Pickle Bear Eyes? No. Fuck! Uh, Someone in the comments, like, tell right, me you know the what? name of it. Yeah, and you're going to, like... Chat, the chat will help us. You can look at your phone. See if you Shameless. Can that real quick. Shameless. Shameless. Oh, oh, that's him? That's the son from Shameless. Right, the, right, right. Yeah. Let it play out. Let's let it play out. What do you want in life? Kevin Von more ribs. I want to be with my family. You know, be with my brothers. What do you like to do with your brothers? She's cute. Oh, look at that. The free bird. 
together. We can do anything. We're here to restore justice to the wrestling federation that our father built with his own two hands. Auditorium. The hands that were passed down to us. The hands that will deliver the iron clock to you. So what do you think? Like we're alive. I love your family, Kevin. No way, Uncle. Yes, sir. Oh man, that makes me so happy. I talked to you about something, Mom. Dad's too tough on us. You gotta say something. Baby, that's what your brother's for. Feel that? Ah. You feel that? Ah. That's pressure. You're pushing too hard. I'm fine, Kev. Seriously, I'm just sick. Don't scare me. It don't matter control. I need to think about my family. Your job is to wrestle. Live up to that deal, or we are through. I told you to look out for this it. I just love being out there with you guys. It's the only thing that matters to me. The father will forever be the greatest. Parking these guys are gonna fucking Oscar for this man. Yeah. Are we there? Yeah. I will never retire. These guys will get a fucking like, these guys will get a fucking Oscar for this shit. So I'm hearing through the grapevine vet that uh, Zach Efron puts in a hell of a performance here that he may be nominated. So what did you think, vet? Looking at this shit, are you uh, a little more excited? Um, it's a good trailer, I guess. God damn, uh, vet. I I did roll my eyes like, <laughs> dude, what? <laughs> I love you, dude. Like, thank you. The, so the, real. the needle, the needle drop on don't fear the reaper. It's like, come on. Are you fu- oh, how, how disrespectful that. is that? Like, it's so corny and offensive at the same time. Don't fear, well, don't fear the reaper, bro. They all, you know, you know what happened there. God. But other than that, you know, they make, they, they really, they really make it look, uh, interesting to possibly fans like or non-fans of wrestling like it could just be a good movie um you know uh, but zach efron is uh i think he didn't he get into an accident or something that's why he has like the big square jaw now I don't yeah know. that's what it would if you notice he looks a little different it's not just the steroids um he had gotten into some t- he had facial uh reconstruction he has like kind of a quagmire kiggity uh square what happened now I don't know. Um, chat, what happened to him? You feel like this would be a public knowledge. It is public knowledge. Chat, uh, put it out there. Uh, the chat, the professor says, Kevin Von Erich's boys said already on Twitter that this movie took liberties, <laughs> no kidding, um, of some events and don't co-sign on the movie totally. Right. Mm. Well, his boys but, weren't born, so it's, you know. Well, they, they say, also, but. That's exactly what I'm saying when I'm saying it's a good trailer. They can make mm. it look good, but you know, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, too. Who was the fake Von Eric? I forgot it was Chris Von Eric or something like that. I can't remember. I forget. <sighs> Chat, what was the name of the Von Eric that they bought in that wasn't a Von Eric? But Sean Von Eric? No, it was I think, I think it was Chris Von Eric or something like that. I think MJF plays that character. Lance Von Eric. Thank you, Media Info. Who says fucking Lance? wrong with you over here everybody knows his fucking lance he owes me 10 bucks lance von eric he rest in peace oh no wait he's alive right i don't know i don't know i think he went on to become lex luger what 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm just being smart. I was fucking. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I wanted to discuss this with you guys really quickly on the three count. Um, this whole this whole the Jake Paul shit, the the fight. Did you guys watch this? Um, I know you Pierce uh, and I know Vet didn't watch it, but Pierce, you are a man of the fight game. Um, this is a fucking joke. Uh, he fought this young MMA fighter who apparently is an extremely uh, arrogant son of a bitch. And uh, towards the end of the fight, uh, was it Jake Paul or Paul? Logan Paul it was Logan, right? Yeah, mm. one of the Paul brothers, Logan, and the kid attempted a guillotine choke <laughs> during this boxing match towards the end, and Logan Paul proceeded to ground and pound during a boxing match, and then uh, all hell broke loose uh, WWE style. <clears throat> uh, Pierce, just your, your your genuine thoughts on on this these events and like fuck, like would you? I know, I know you you call <laughs> one of these right? Or they paid you. Dude, I if it, dude, I would fucking call this. Sh- dude, I'd love to call that shit, bro. Um, to be honest, man, I think that that thing was staged more than a fucking like Monday Night Raw. To be honest, because it's like if Dylan Dennis went in there and knocked out fucking um Logan Paul in the first thirty seconds, what does that do for his Prime Energy Drink company? What does that do right. for his WWE career and all these other things? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing for him to go in there and get decisively beat, but then if he gets, like, completely knocked out cold, you know what I mean? Like, I think the perception of, of his of his celebrity status would fade there. So, but you saw in that fight, like, Dylan Dennis didn't take that fight seriously at all. Like, he's going in there, he's laying on his back, he's... Mm-hmm. You know, he went in there, he got a big payday from it, so good luck to him, man. But, like, you know, to me, I think Logan Paul is probably one of the biggest bitches in the world, and you see it, like, with his interactions when it comes to his own brother as well. Like, instead of just supporting his brother in the fight game, he tries to inject himself into certain things like he did with Nate Diaz and shit like that. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not a good boxer. Like, you sit there and you see Jake and you can see, like, that's a guy that grinds out that really Jake, fucking Jake, Jake Paul. I, I'm going to cut you off really quickly and I apologize, but no. Jake Paul, that kid, that kid, you could tell he's a fighter. The only thing I think like for him, if he needs to get out of his comfort zone and get out of his own like little training camp and needs to go and train with like killers, he needs to go to like a killer camp with like Freddie Roach. Yes. If he's going to be like a serious fucking trainer or go to somewhere like, you know what I mean? Like, Cron- you know what I mean? Cron- Jim. yeah, go and train with some killers and go and spar with some fucking world-class athletes where Logan Paul, you go in there, like you see, his, bro, like, fuck, man. Like, dude, you see a better fucking boxing stance and style off a fucking 40-year-old mum that takes a fucking boxer size class at fucking curves every fucking Sunday morning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, standing straight up. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to, like completely bury fucking logan like i'm sure it doesn't really matter anyway like i'm sure he's not going to be staying awake worrying about my comments at night but like (laughs) i just feel like bro i don't know stick to the energy drink bro and stick to fucking doing wwe shit but i did pop at the fact that he did try and cut a wwe promo at the end of the boxing fight i was like what a fucking animal I agree with Media M5. This is Pierce uh freddie roach freddie roach teddy atlas uh staten island would have paul uh Murdering motherfuckers in like four four rounds. I don't disagree with that, man. Mm. I don't disagree. Also, with that. I don't, I, I, also, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm probably also going to say I don't know how natural both those guys are either. The Paul brothers. Oh, they're not natural at all. Nah, man. 
I don't think they're natural at all. Gleason's gym, where I used to box when I was a kid. My father trained out of there. They got some real fighters there. I, I was terrible. You know, they used to use me as a heavy bag. <laughs> they used to hang me from my underwear. Go ahead, oh, Ben. <laughs> it occurs to me that, um, you know, 100 years ago, this is how professional wrestling started. What? Like, what, are you, what are you saying, Fred? Well, they're, they're trying to convince you that... Uh, what you were seeing was a real thing. And, you know, perhaps in a hundred years, we'll have a, a, a professional boxing era that has like tag team boxing and fatal five-way boxing and uh, falls count anywhere boxing and, uh, you know, steel cage boxing and hell in a cell and elimination chamber boxing. And, you know, as boxers will be allowed to jump off the top rope. And it's, it's just the natural evolution of things, you know, but at one time, all the garbage that we're seeing on TV today that we have to review, you know, started as semi-serious and semi-believable like these celebrity fights are. And then a, pretty a, soon it's going to devolve. Oh, huh. everything's devolving in this world. And I just wanted to let everybody know again, guys, we are on the, uh, we're doing a three count segment. We're just talking some news really quickly, but we will be reviewing NXT, which happened yesterday, depending on when you're watching this, either live or pre-taped. Um, anywho, um, hey, a quick update, a sentencing update for Tammy Lynn Sitch. Um, you know, she's requesting, uh, you know, that maybe her her time in jail be cut. But I think they should throw away the key. It says here, uh, this is from uh, courtesy of WrestleStink.com. And an update on Tammy Lynn Sitch, a.k.a. Sonny. Um, her legal case in Daytona Beach uh, News Journal is reporting that the former WWE star's defense attorney is seeking a lower sentence because, and I quote, she requires special treatment penis for mental disorder or physical and a physical disability. What? Um, that information was said to be in the court record. Sitch, who was also involved in a fatal car accident, I'm sure you guys all know the whole deal. Um, uh, the lowest permissible sentence is 10 years, 10 and a half years due to her being uh, 50 years old and requiring special specialized treatment. Uh, I think... Uh, no, I, I no, I I don't know. She's fucking hurt too many people. She's fucking dangerous, in my humble opinion. It's different if if you know maybe it was the first time doing it. But Pierce, your thoughts on 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 Sunny, her fall from grace, I guess you would say. And uh, goddamn, pal, would you would you give her a break? <laughs> I mean, she's had she's made fuck up after fuck up after fuck up over the years, and unfortunately, this last fuck up that she's done has cost someone. It's cost human life. Um, you know, there has to be an accountable for that. Do, you know, do you, would you go to that person's family and say, do you think that they she deserves a break? No. You know what I mean, she's responsible for someone's someone's passing. She needs to be held accountable for that. So, you know, I don't think she's a, you know, she's not been a one-time offender. She's been a multiple-time offender. She needs to go away, and I think that they need to make an example of her. What do you think, Devet? You agree? You think, oh, you think maybe, you know, old Sonny can, she get a break? Mm, yeah, I don't care if she gets a break or not, but, I mean, the break doesn't sound that great. Uh, essentially, her life is over. She's going to probably need to be in some sort of a facility for the rest of her life and if it ends up being assisted care or other things like that as long as she's off the street and behind the wheel of a car um you know it's punishment enough having to live as herself for these past decades and it's not going to be any easier the longer it goes so agreed 
Um, <clears throat> we have, uh, so I didn't know this was going on. Maybe my ears haven't been to the ground, but I see a, a, a new story here. I don't know if you guys know what's going on here. Uh, Russell, uh, again, a courtesy of WrestleStink.com. Uh, it says, names revealed central to contract tampering allegations Tony Khan made of WWE. So, so this is what's been going on here, Vet. You're shaking your head in the firm. Uh, oh. Firming. So this... <laughs> this this was a this was related to the series of tweets that tony was making that everybody thought was headline news for the past you know however many days or whatever i've already like recently recently yes which i've already expressed my disdain about having to talk about it on the monday locker room so if you'd like to sign up for channelattitude.com and listen to that uh but um but it was you know to the effect of like he was explaining that the one of the reasons that he has such uh, a negative outlook towards WWE is that, you know, while his mother was getting surgery and while he's by her bed, he's getting phone calls that are, you know, uh, you know, like related to these things. Like, and the names that are going to come up in that article are Swerve Strickland and William Regal. William Regal, we already knew. Like, we already heard about William Regal going to him and saying, you know, please, please don't, you know, let me, let me out. (laughs) And he's just like, I got other shit to worry about. Go ahead, whatever. Um, but the fact that, you know, this was (laughs) William Regal already had a deal in place. This is, I'm just summarizing the article because I already saw this article. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, he's, he's saying that because obviously if William Regal is coming to him with this, they already had a deal in place, which means they already talked to him, which is already technically tampering if he's under AEW contract, you know, to use the, the sports term. And then, uh, you know, I guess somebody tried to call Swerve Strickland when they were getting hit row back together and Swerve said, you know, talk to my lawyer or whatever. <laughs> so this is how, um, he found out about this. So he kind of like that. He referred to this in his tweets. Um, the famous series of tweets. And this is uh, one of the tweets that he put out here. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit, but you do. And you did. So Pierce, um, Tony Khan, the greatest promoter of all time. <laughs> no, he's a fucking oh. idiot. Hey, 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 he may give you a job. Shut up. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, okay. Right. I'll tell him straight. I'll tell him straight. It, uh, you, but you know what? I'll be friends with Tony Khan. I'll drink white claw and do coke with him. No problem at all. I'll be, but let's be. Let's be. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be buddies with Tony Khan. I'll be like, let's go, brother. Let's go. Come on. <sighs> so yeah, man, we discussed the whole Edge Edge Copeland thing. Uh, we think that, and 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 I'm gonna say that in six months, in six months time the beginning of 2024 we're going to hear that he is uh, edge is completely displeased with his situation there even though he'll cash those paychecks mm. um there's not really much news here so um uh, and what's going to happen is while we're reviewing nxt uh, some wrestler is going to die or something like that god forbid but um Jesus. you know <laughs> hey it is what it is brother but um you know what i like to do whenever there's not a lot of news i like to jump in the time machine and go back in time. Let's talk about what happened today in professional wrestling history. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going back in time. Anyway, we're going back October 18th, 
this day in wrestling history. And we're going to go all the way back to 1993. How old were you there, Pierce? Were you like, like four? You were 11? 11? Yeah, 11. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you young bastard. You don't have any <laughs> grays in your beard, do you? Hey, seriously? Oh, you do have grays in your beard. How old are you? 41. You fucking baby. I think How old are you? Thing. You're like, what, 42? Yeah, my dick. <laughs> I'm be 48 in March, dude. Damn. I'm an old, old bat. Yeah. Damn. Damn is correct. And vet is like, what are you, 30? 29. 29. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so 1993, in a live edition of WWE Monday Night Raw from Poughkeepsie, New York, Randy Savage confronted Crush over allegations that Savage betrayed his friend by convincing him to uh, compete against the WWE champion, uh, Kuyokozuna. I don't remember any of this shit. Do you guys remember this shit? This is uh, the climax. What was this uh, eventually reaching his climax at WrestleMania 10? Well, I remember that. That is the famous, like, uh, Falls Count Anywhere match where he tried to (laughs) crush his legs up to some pulley system and it couldn't get it to work. So I don't remember this at all. Lifted him up and yeah, you might uh, dust off your old WrestleMania 10 VHS cassette, buddy. Wow. Do you remember this, Pierce? Nah, I'm trying to remember WrestleMania. Was WrestleMania 10 won the, the ladder match with Razor and mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels? Yeah. What was the main event of that? Was it that? No, mm-hmm. it was um, Bret Hart defeated oh. Yokozuna for the championship. Deal. While Owen looked on, knowing that he had defeated him just earlier in the night. The Nugget, Owen Hart. Were they calling him a Nugget at that time? No. No, no, no. Fast forward to uh, 1996, and we have the Sandman, the greatest technical wrestler of all time, retaining the ECW World Heavyweight Championship against Stevie Richards in the main event steel cage match at an ECW uh, Plymouth meeting. I don't remember any of this. Uh, your thoughts on Pierce? Have you ever met? Uh, you ever you know rub rub shoulders with the old Sandman there, uh, Pierce? No, I, I actually haven't. But funnily enough, I was actually at a friend's house uh, the other night and we were watching what is known as the world, one of the world's worst wrestling matches. And it was an ECW match where it was Sandman versus Sabu. Oh. And Sandman is so obliterated drunk. Like there's certain spots, like he does a spot where he jumps out over the ring, but he completely misses Sabu. So then he just like, with his hand flips a, a, like a ladder over, which like Sabu isn't expecting, and you just see bounce off Sabu's head. Like it was one of the most messiest matches. But it's like I'm watching this with workers, and they're going, "No, this is the sort of match that every worker would want to be involved in because it's that bad." Mm. You know, Vet, uh, you're a big fan of Sandman. Uh, your thoughts? Oh yeah. oh yeah, Sandman was hugely influential on my career. Um, I definitely made sure to, to my love of kendo sticks to this day dates back to <laughs> is this why Sandman you don't drink? or the Singapore <laughs> cane as he called it because uh, that was a hot item in the news back then and um, yeah you know who doesn't love a 12 minute entrance in a building that's only 20 feet wide um, there's this I, everybody should when when Stevie Richards is putting out all these videos you know about how bret hart did this and mr perfect did that and it just a complete lack of respect to his former opponent 
by not showcasing all of the great technical skills that the Sandman was able to exhibit um, that has led us to this kind of wonderful wrestling matches that we see in AEW to this day. Yo, you know, it'd be cool guys. If um, maybe you, you, I don't know, maybe you tag us and tag, you know, next level, whatever we were talking about, Stevie Richards, tag Stevie and ask him to break down this match. That would be cool. Like what went yeah. wrong? That would be amazing. Can you do that, guys? Look, I'm sure most of you guys have Twitter. Just go to at Stevie Richards. Try to find this match on, on, on YouTube or whatever. Tell him that we were talking about it on the next level and see if he can break it down. Let's, let's, uh, I would love to see that. And I wanted, I wanted him to give a rating on how drunk Sandman was on a scale of yes. one. On a scale of one. One, two. two one, 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 two. Yeet. No, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say either one to Jay, Jay, either one to Jimmy Uso or one to Jeff Hardy. Like less and how how drunk he was. Mm. Damn. Uh Society Review says, remember when WWE tried to mix a man, what a man, a real wrestler back in 2006 and they fired him six months. What what is what are you talking about? When WWE tried to mix a man a real wrestler back what is, are you drinking? Are you are you all Yeet. Mom, right I told you to put the, the bourbon down. Stop it. Yeah, stop. I don't know what's going on over stop, here. Man. We'll fast forward to 1997. I met this gentleman. He's actually really fucking cool. Um, little Guido and Tracy Smothers defeated John Cronus and New Jack to become the new ECW tag team champion vet. Seems like seems I was like, like, when was John Cronus and New Jack ever a tag team? Yeah, they were the gangsternators. Oh, Sandman autocorrect. I'm sorry, society. You didn't know that they were they were, they were a dominant tag team and gangsternators. Yeah, when when um uh what was it Satin went to WCW and then I think Ryan Satin was in WCW. Who Ryan Perry Satin? Satin? Perry Satin. Oh, these are Ryan Satin. Okay, uh, Perry Satin went Perry to Satin. WCW and then Mustafa Ali got booted out of ECW. So then they put the to the yellow. No, Mustafa Ali got boosted, boosted out of uh, NXT. You're talking just regular Mustafa. Oh, Mustafa Ali, yeah, not so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Mustafa Ali. That guy sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck, by the way, good luck, Mustafa and AEW. Fast forward another year. A lot of things happened today in professional wrestling. Um, WWE presented Judgment Day, and no, not with mommy. Um, this was from the Rosemont Horizon in uh, suburban Chicago. Does that even exist anymore? The Rosemont Horizon? Don't they call it something else now? It's probably like the fucking the, the Costco Center or something like that. Dumb now, right? Which ones? Which? What are the arenas they have? It's like American Airlines Arena and anymore. They changed. What's all the shit. other one? The Allstate Center. Bro, we still call Giant Stadium Giant Stadium. Well, I know us normal people do, but Mid-life. I'm just saying, what's the technical? They, they, they have, you know, there's people, there's people in the chat from around the area. I expect Javi to. Tell me what the arenas are. Oh, gee. Uh... Hey, Colin. Colin's here. Imagine Jimmy Uso on old four loco formula. Shut up. Um, check out this this card. Um, we have, uh, let's see here. It says, uh, in the main event, we have The Undertaker and Kane. They competed for the vacant WWE championship with Stone Cold Steve Austin as a guest referee. I remember this match. You remember this match? What happened? I remember this card, yeah. This is the stipulation for this match uh, that if Austin did not award the title to either competitor, he would be fired. The night ended without a clear winner, which led to the deadly game tournament. I remember this 
and survivor um, survive. yes holy shit um let me just really quickly on the on the undercard we had christian defeat vet another one of your favorites of all time taka mishinuku oh yes still going strong to this day just hey. five guys hey uh, the heavyweight title uh, was it for uh, for the WWE light heavyweight title? X Pac defeated D'Lo Brown for the Europe for the European Championship, which I still love that belt. It's just me. I don't know. Ken Shamrock defeated the Intercontinental. What is, oh, defended the Intercontinental title against Mankind. I don't remember this match at all. New Age Outlaws defended the tag team titles versus the Headbanger and the Headbangers and the Rock defeated his former Nation of Domination uh, teammate. Mark Henry. That seems like a pretty good card, guys. What do you think? I remember that. I remember that show. I remember because it was like a double pinfall at the end of it or something like that. Like both of them were like covering each other in the in the main event. Really? I don't uh, yeah. Yo, guys, there's a lot of shit that happened uh today in professional wrestling. So I'm gonna move on unless you have something to say about this one, Vet. No, unlike some days, apparently a lot of things happen on October 18th. Uh, last couple of times we've done this, Pierce, it'll be like, fast forward 15 years, yeah. like nothing nothing happened on this day for 15 years, and then, so apparently we got a lot of stuff every year, huh? Well, in 1999, there's two things. Oh, my God. We have Harlem Heat defeated Conan and Rey Mysterio. For, so this must have been like a Monday night, uh, like a Monday night, it looks like. Um, yeah, Nitro. Yeah, probably. It says Harlem Heat defeated Conan and Rey Mysterio for the WCW tag team titles on Monday Night Raw in Philadelphia. And on the same night, Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly defeated. They defeated. Hear this: The Rock and Mankind for the WWE Tag Team Championships in uh, Rick Vickery's home of Columbus, Ohio. Makes sense. What? Yeah, I remember that. That was the uh, dissension, the breakup of the Rock and Sock connection. That was when Mankind sat on the steps and had a big cry because he found his book in the bin. Oh. <laughs> was there a can of ravioli, like an open can of ravioli on the book? I no? can't remember that. Yeah. Okay. 2004 on WWE Raw, just one night before Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> Taboo fucking Tuesday. Edge, all elite wrestling superstar Edge, Defeated Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit, don't say his name, in a triple threat main event. Also, Shelton Benjamin, 2004, Shelton Benjamin. Think about how long he's been in this business. Um, won a six-man elimination against Christian, Jonathan Coachman, Rhino, Tajiri, and the Hurricane. What? What? Okay. Um, what? <laughs> That wasn't that wasn't the one where they voted for him to face Chris Jericho or that don't remember. It's like twenty years ago. There was one taboo Tuesday. They only did a couple and then they made it like Cyber Sunday and then they stopped having people vote and then it was then they quickly, you know, got rid of it. But one of those years it was like you had six, five or six choices or something she could vote on and who was going to face Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. So he didn't know which person that he was going to face because they did this as a shoot. So everybody voted for Shelton Benjamin because he was the obvious choice. And then Chris Jericho had to call a match in the ring and he never gets tired of telling the story of how proud he is of himself that he called a match in the ring, which some of us were only trained to do that, but he made it sound like it was a miracle that he pulled off and... Uh, put Shelton over, and I don't know if this was that one, but um, sure, why not? But 
I'll tell you what, in 2005, Booker T defeated Chris Benoit for the United States Championship at SmackDown taping Arena Nevada. Also, Batista and Eddie Guerrero faced uh, Mr. K- Mr. Kennedy! Kennedy. And Randy Orton in the main event. Interesting. Let You know, let's skip that. 2009, a lot of things happened. 2009. Check this out, guys. TNA Bound for Glory. See if you guys remember. Did you get TNA in Australia back then too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I love this. I love this era of TNA. This is a great era. This is when I actually kind of started like watching this. This no, actually, when did they start TNA? Oh, I started, so I was watching them already, but I think I started doing reviews a year later of this because this was the Aces and Eights had come out around that time. So that's when I started yeah. podcasting and stuff. Um, TNA Bound for Glory. Eric Young won. The TNA Legends title. I did a video, a TikTok on my favorite belts, and this is one of my favorite belts. The TNA uh, Legends title, the, or I think it became a global title, in a triple threat match against Kevin Nash and my uh, my cousin, Hernandez. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Also, Bobby Lashley uh, faced Samoa Joe in the submission match. Abyss faced Mick Foley in a Monsters Ball match. Kurt Angle defeated Matt Morgan. <laughs> nice guy, but sucked in the ring. And... Um, in the main event, it was AJ Styles retaining. Now, this is 2009, folks. Mm. Retaining the TNA World Heavyweight Championship against, um, let's say you're Tony Giovanni. What are you yelling? Stay. Yes. Yeah. Stay. 2014, Marty Scrawl. Uh, Marty Scrawl. Is he still wrestling? He's still allowed to wrestle? He's, he's he's in wrestling around Mexico, I think, now with um, rest of the uh, misfits. Mm. He seems sticky to me. Mm, greasy. Anyway, uh, retained the Rev Pro British Heavyweight title in the main event of Rev Pro Uprising in York Hall, London. In addition, too cool. I hate to see their cruiserweight division. Bro, too cool. Brian Christopher, Rikishi, and Sky Duhati defeated... Here we go. I don't know who this is. Josh Bodum, Shaw Samuels, and Terry Frazier in a six-man tag team match. Austin Aries and Rich Swan faced two uh, unlimited. I don't know. It's too many things going on here. 2015 Electric Ballroom. I'm going to fast forward this. I don't even know who these people are. 2016. What the fuck? So many things. SmackDown. Live from Denver, Colorado. James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Unsexful unsuccessfully challenged AJ Styles and unsexfully and sex sex sexually Sexlessly. challenged AJ Styles for the WWE world did any of you guys think when this was happening they would actually put the belt on this guy because I thought they would Ellsworth <sighs> nah I, I thought no way no way in the world didn't he get called out for some shit as well yeah they said that he showed his dick to a kid, I think, right? Allegedly. <laughs> Jesus. How fucking casual do you just say that? I mean, unfortunately, this is the world we live in, kid. <laughs> Would you like to see it? Oh, that's I gross. Think, I, I think, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he was uh, admonished of those al- alleged mishaps. Or, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Dolph Ziggler uh, teamed up with a SmackDown champion, Heath Slater and Rhino to take on The Miz alongside Mickey. Oh, okay, Mikey from the Spirit Squad. So Spirit Squad was making a comeback. All right, we got two more things. WWE SmackDown 2019. 
Indianapolis. Roman Reigns uh, challenge Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. And later on the evening, uh, Reigns teamed up with Daniel Bryan to face King Corbin and Nakamura. <laughs> Lastly, in 2020, the greatest year of professional wrestling history. Finally got rid of all those pesky fans. <clears throat> Let me do this right. Ibush Kota! Good. Okay. Won the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Class uh, Climax Tournament, becoming the first wrestler to win back-to-back tournaments since, oh, God, Hiroshi Tenzan, huh? In 2004. Did I do that good, Bet? Sure. I think they'll hire you. Oh, good, good. Um, Notable birthdays today, if you guys want to go on Twitter or wherever. Um, In 1959, we were blessed with uh, John Nord, a.k.a. the Berserker. He passed away, right? Is he alive? I don't know anymore. I don't don't know. I don't know either. 1959. That's not that old. That's not that old. You don't have to be that old when you're a wrestler, Pierce. Yeah, oh, true. That's true. That's true. I'll look it up. Just keep going. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, uh, we have uh Sweet Soraya. Who the fuck is Sweet Soraya? Uh that is um Age's mom. mom, yeah. Oh yeah, John Nord's alive, by the way. He's sixty four years old today. Uh, oh, sixty four? Mm-hmm. So how the fuck old was he when he was wrestling as the berserker? Like eleven? Thirty. Like in his twenties and thirties. Wow, he was a young. I thought he was old by back then. Okay, well, Paige's oh. mom is was not much older than me. She's born in 1971. Mm. Hmm. Um, Jason Lee, 1992. Who's this? Jason Lee, Jason Lee the guy from uh, Mallrats. And Don't my know. name is Earl. <laughs> Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Don't know who that, but I'll tell you what. 1982. Finally, you can go on Twitter right now because I know he has a Twitter. You can go wish Simon Gotch a happy birthday. You don't yeah, even know who Simon Gotch is, do you? <laughs> the ward villain? Yeah. Uh, he was the guy that had the uh Yes. The mustache. It looked like the strong the circus strong man. Yes, exactly. Vet, did you find uh what we're looking for here, brother? What, Jason Lee? Yeah. Um he's a Chinese man for oh, works geez. with Dragon Gate. Chinese man who works at Dragon Gate. I thought it was going to I thought it was going to be my name is Earl Jason Lee, but <laughs> I didn't know of his wrestling career, so I thought it might have been Dragon Lee shoot name. Well, well possibly. <laughs> possibly. Um ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time. It's Vader time. It is time to break down NXT. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, NXT. It is the go home show, October 17, 2023. Vet, don't do that. Scary. Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, we. <laughs> yes, uh, we have a plethora. Or pl- don't do that. Scary. Well, it's Halloween Havoc. The go home show, Halloween Havoc. We have a plethora of matches. We kick the show off with Gary. Scary Gary. And Pierce Austin. How's your coffee going along there? Did you drink the rest of it? Still got left. 
All done, brother, brother. Oh, you want to go get another cup of coffee? <laughs> nah, I'm all good, bro. I'm all you wide sure, awake. I'm wide as a motherfucker. You got some cocaine and prime there? <laughs> nah, man. I'm just going to have some sparkling water, bro. It's sparkling water here. Vodka. Yeah, right. got the vodka, mate. Yeah, vodka. All right, vet. Do your thing, brother. All right. Well, um, you know, after they catch us up on what's been going on, uh, we're kicking off with the uh, bada bing, bada boom, battle royal. Hey. hey. Hey, forget hey. about it. We got pasta in the crow's nest over here. The meatballs and everything. That didn't look good. The food that we eat. Didn't? Yeah. So NXT catering? Mm-hmm. Jade Cargill's going to have some notes? Mm. Speak about her later. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's a tag team battle royal. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we know these are fun. You know, when a partner gets eliminated, they both got to leave. Um. I don't know. Maybe there's something we can do with that booking wise where like they what? don't have to leave. Like it's like two chances, you know? I, I like that idea because then, you know, it's kind of like a disadvantage. Yeah. Or how about check this out? You want to make it a little more complicated. If one of your tag team partners gets eliminated, they have to stand by. And if you eliminate somebody, your tag team partner comes back. Hmm. Then that match just goes on for fucking That's ever. right. <laughs> There's no end. But they only have to book one match, and it can last for two hours. And yeah. then with their laziness, they'll be perfectly pleased. Anyway, this comes down. You know, it, it was going to be, uh, uh, as, as per the uh, Bada Bing rules that were just made up last week by Tony D on the spot, was mm-hmm. that uh, it comes down to the last two teams. It becomes a tag team match. And then... Uh, that those two teams are Chase U and um, uh, Ghost Scratch or whatever their name is. I don't know if they've come up with an official name, uh, but Ghost the Lotharios. Uh, Ghost Scratch. Be, I was like, what is he talking about? Ghost, you know, you know, old Ghost Scratch. Old like, Grandpa Ghost Scratch. Gra- Gramp Claw. I don't know. Does Pierce? Do you even know what the fuck we're talking about? No idea what you're talking about right now. Really quickly, the two Mexican dudes, the Lotharios, they have these uh, the American wolves, but they're, they're, oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we call them the Mexican wolves, um, the Mexican coyotes. <laughs> um, they have these two. So apparently, they got these. Uh, they got scratched by their ghost grandfather while they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. He left these marks on their chest while they were. I swear to God, this happened. We uh, got all this in a vignette too. Don't worry, WWE <laughs> captured this. This is before Triple H took full full uh, creative control. Um, and um, they tattooed over the scratches, so there's no infections. I'm just letting you know. I mean, they let it heal first. Jesus, like this. F- okay, all right. Well, brother, love. I apparently made that one up, allegedly. Probably. All right. So anyway, it, it's them two teams, and then the, uh, we get as soon as Chase used down to the final two, we get cheerleaders because JC and Thea come out, and they're literally cheerleading with pom poms, and then um. You know, the Creeds got screwed over earlier because they eliminated Ghost Scratch and like that. Ghost Scratch didn't get seen eliminated, so they just jumped back in and threw the Creeds out. It's the classic um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, you know, Final Four, 1997, Bret Hart snapped and turned heel, that, that whole thing, if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. So it's that, um, except way, way, way less interesting. And then, so the Creed's interfere, and Chase U goes over, and Chase U is your number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Oh, fucking time. Yeah. Could we finally see some gold 
and chase you. All right, Pierce. So you're out of the loop. And then you randomly watch this NXT. And they're kicking off with a bunch of people you've probably never seen in your entire life before. So with that all in mind, how did this come off? Okay, so the like you know the bit where like the I think that was one of the teams gets taken out because it looks like a, a fan comes over and does like some move off the side. Like I got confused. I was like, is this part of the show? And then like when I'm sitting here going, Oh wait, I can see what's gonna happen here. They're gonna get these guys are gonna get thrown out, they're gonna come back in, cost the yeah, you know I mean, like you can kind of pick that sort of thing up there. And I was like, okay, this is a planned spot, but like yeah, I, I watched it and I felt like this match was very, very busy. And it's like, that's what you're going to happen when you've got that many people in the ring. It's just over congested. Um, it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense. It was very, very busy in the ring. And I don't really feel like there was any team that really shined in this match at all. And I don't really think it was a good opening match for a show. Well, who, who can uh, who can shine, though, in the Battle Royal, really? <clears throat> well, I mean... Yeah, I definitely think it's possible, but I just don't think that it's a good way to start off a show either. It's like, especially a tag team battle royal, it's very, very confusing. Vet, uh, do you agree with this or do you disagree? I guess, oh, let me think of what Pierce said. Um, in the sense that you can get over in a battle royal, sure. I mean, but it's usually like in a it'll be like one of those things where like you're a big guy and then you throw a bunch of guys out you know right. and then everybody teams up to throw you out or something it could be in a rumble it could be in a traditional battle royal you can kind of shine in that way yes uh no one here fits that bill and it's a tag team thing anyway and there's the randomness of you know two guys getting eliminated it's a two for one elimination so some guys over there pounding the shit out of somebody and then he's got to just leave like oh <laughs> I was on top. I did my job. Why do I got to leave? You know, so that's all that. And then everything he says, I think, I think the, um, I think the key for like the reason why they want to use this is because they figure they're going to start the show with a bunch of action. I think that's their, their thinking. I don't agree that it's a good idea because you'll see they're if you're putting a TV show on cable satellite whatever that you're expecting people to actually sit and watch this as a tv show live god forbid that you have nothing else to do that you're sitting at home at eight o'clock at night and you this is the best you can come up with is watching nxt so if that's the case they're they're like please god if this person is on this channel please don't turn this channel so they throw a bunch of chaos on the screen to make it seem interesting but hold on i'll get to that okay um I just don't, I just think it's overdone. I think the desperation comes through. I think that's kind of what Pierce is, is seeing when he's seeing this, even though he's got a more trained eye than that guy on the couch with nothing better to do on eight o'clock. I know Pierce has got better things to do at eight o'clock, so, but he's also in the business. So he can see this for what it is. Um, it's, it's just manufactured excitement. You're trying to manufacture excitement. And rather than give people something to be interested in, which usually people latch on to like a small handful of guys on a roster and be like, okay, I want to see this guy. I want to see this guy. I want to see this guy. And instead of giving them one of those guys to start the show, they give you every guy that's not any of those guys mm -hmm. that 
may or may not be over at all and throw them in there and expect that the fact that 20 guys in a blender is going to make you not change the channel. Did I explain that relatively painlessly? It's a spectacle. They're just trying to grab your attention yes. with, 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 yeah. with mayhem. Yes. Uh, Rich uh, uh, RBV wants to know uh, what's the, the best. What the is best the best place, place on a on a given card <laughs> to place a battle royal? Mm. I'll tell you where I like to put it at the end of the show. You know why? Because then everybody can just fuck off and leave if they don't want to watch it, but they've seen the rest of the show. So they've already seen all the over guys that they came to see. Mm. And then the battle royal could be your dark match main event, baby. That's where you want to put the battle royal. Unless you've got a battle royal that you're like for your show, if you're trying to do some business in that battle royal, like, I don't know, let's say you decide your promotions champion let's say you're gonna roman reigns him and do the one against all thing that roman reigns had to do a few years ago in the rumble or whatever and if you want to put a like a heel champion or even a babyface champion in a situation that doesn't seem desirable for him that's a good main event battle royal as a main event but if you just got a battle royal because these guys are all showed up to the show with their gear and you want to put them in a match, stick that shit at the end, have it after the main event, have it be the dark match bonus match. I might be one of the rare wrestling fans that really like wrestling, wrestling that for some reason I've always enjoyed battle Royals. A lot know. of indie, sh- a lot of indie shows will do battle Royals, man. Yeah. They'll always like the amount of indie shows that I'm on is like, Oh yeah, we've got our rumble show on. It's like, and every show is a rumble show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Martin says battle royals always go on right before intermission. That used to be like yeah. that a lot of the times. Yeah, when I used to go to events with my dad. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, you need a break after, like you need a break after a rumble. I did. I did like the uh, the whole schmas at the end, where like I said, these guys they got eliminated, and it appears that that the uh, the Mexican Coyotes are going to be heels. Uh, they, they are bad guys, and their grandfather scratching them. Um, turned them evil so terrible it's weird though it's like they're like we want to honor our grandfather and it's like an inspirational thing and then they're just heels by cheating yeah Holmes. yeah you say do whatever it takes well i'm i'm happy that my favorite one of my favorite tag teams uh in the the chase you are finally getting an opportunity and not those two assholes that uh that should have been fired a long time ago. I think Vet knows who I'm talking about. Malik Yoba. Well, and, they're uh, never going to be. Something Blade, whatever the fuck their names are. Yeah. Um, yeah, not them. No. Chase you. Fuck off. Um, anybody else want to put a button on that, or are we ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Blair Davenport, promo. She challenges Gigi. Uh, it's, this has got music playing under it, so... Mm-hmm. Jojo. Should we do the entire podcast with music playing under it? Oh, you mean like uh, the PWC network does? What do you mean? Like they have to So listen? Carmelo Hayes uh, walks. Does anybody talks? <laughs> Carmelo Hayes is walking. And then, okay, here's another. We, we actually probably don't have too much to deep dive into, but this might end up being a deep dive. Okay. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. gets a vignette. Now, once again, last week, whatever i watched they cut this off before i got a chance to see it so it wasn't on my thing 
So if you guys want me, if you, and I'm talking to Shawn Michaels directly right now, if you want me to review your Brian Pillman vignettes, you got to put those on uh, in the first hour of NXT on, on your show, because if I have to finish it at work, the, the feed's going to cut it. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, this is a, this is a thing. Pillman's sitting there. It's slightly different than the last one that, that was on last week. Um, but he's sitting there watching footage of his dad and he's trying to explain why he doesn't want to be his dad or have his dad's name. And then he hits us with the name and that name is Ray. It is Lexus King. And your first thought was, well, I wanted to know why, but I found out why and it made sense to me. Listen, cause Brian Pillman always wanted a daughter. Well, no, Alexis is, um, his sister, Alexis, who passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, and then King is the actual man that raised him. That's his, you know, look, let's be real, man. So it's Rocky Maivia is what you're saying. Basically, but let's be real. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I, I kind of look. I don't know what you feel about this this whole thing where he has a chip on his shoulder. I fucking like it because here's the deal: Brian Pillman Senior was a loose cannon. He wrestled with a chip on his shoulder. He was a smaller guy. People, you know, he had to become that that crazy over the top character so people would garner, you know, so he would get respect. Brian Pillman Jr. is like, look, man, I've only I was only four years old. I didn't know who the fuck my father was. You know what I'm saying? So inside, he is his father. He, they're making it clear. See, this is better than the Braun Breaker shit, where they just call him Braun Breaker and they try to you know, make believe that he wasn't a Steiner. We know that he's Brian Pillman Jr.'s son, but he has the ultimate chip on his shoulder. Like, like he's pissed off that he never got to really know his dad. Yeah, everybody tells me my dad is so great. How the fuck do I know? I was only four fucking years old. I lost my fucking sister. You know what I'm saying? And then I was raised by this man who really raised me, uh, uh, King, whatever the guy, the, his father's name was King. So, so now we have a backstory as to why they're changing his name. I get it and I dig it. And I think that it's going to help his character move along. I don't know if he'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something right now. I've seen Brian Pillman Jr. or Lexus King on AEW TV a bunch before I stopped watching that product pretty much. You know, he's showing more in these little vignettes charisma wise or or not even charisma wise but just like there's something about him here that i didn't even see a glimmer of in fucking aew i want to know what you guys think here's i mean wwe doesn't want to you know them to use their real name right. like, they're telling okay. to use their real names or names they've used elsewhere and stuff like that because they want to have ownership of the name all right cool I get it. And like, obviously, they make the exception for people like Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton and John Cena and stuff like that because they're established stars. And they looked at someone like him and they go, You're just not established enough for, for them to use the shoot name. Um, you know, I mean, but then in the same sense, like, they, I, I like the fact, that, as you said, how they acknowledge the, the fact of his father, but the fact he was going, What would I know? Like, my father spent more time in a hotel room than he did right. in the same house. You know what I mean? Like, he hits that real emotional connection. And it's so almost like I got a little bit of a, uh, like Raven esque ECW yes. vibe from him in yes. that promo where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily think he's going to go all Bray Whitey and stuff like that, but you kind of see, like, that spoiled little rich kid who's like, woe is me kind of thing. And I feel like 
you know what, like re- if they can play into that and Lexus King, like the name, like when you first hear a name like that, you go, oh, it's kind of goofy. I thought LA Knight was a goofy name, but I feel like he could probably get it over. Or, or Gunther. That- Everybody was making fun of Gunther. Now <laughs> he's Gunther. He's not Walter anymore. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got to get it over, and I feel like he he can actually get it over, and I and I agree with you. Like, you know, when I watched his vignette, it was like I actually care about what this guy has to to say, and I I'm excited to see his debut. And just you guys that, that don't know, um, Alexis Pillman, she passed away in a car accident in 2009. So, and then you know his mom passed away. Uh, you know, she had issues with she, drugs. Well. Uh, I believe so. His mother, uh, yeah, she died in twenty. She died last year. So he's he's coming in with a big chip on his shoulder. I get it, Vet. What do you think, buddy? I like the motivation. I like the explanation. I like the idea of what you might be able to do. There's a lot of things that you can do. I just don't like the name. Okay. I understand why the name is the name. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same breath that you're saying that you don't want to be your dad, you look exactly like your dad and you're right. dressing in bangle stripes and you have the haircut. And but that's the point. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, but like I'm just saying like, that. so in that, in that sense, mm-hmm. what I would have rather he did is drop the junior and say, I'm taking Brian Pillman. It doesn't matter who my dad was. I'm Brian Pillman now. Oh, Okay. And yeah. he's like, I'm not his son. He's my dad. But I'm nobody's junior. This is me. Yes. Yeah, this is me now. And that way, you get the name recognition, but you're also doing your own thing. And you can explain that through character and through other things. Other than that, you kind of have to go the other way. You have to look nothing like him and act nothing like him and all this other stuff. If you're going to change your name and say, I don't want any, you know. I just think it's mixed messages, and even if it's as deep as what you're explaining it as, I don't know if they're thinking it's that deep or if that's just a coincidence that you're making the connections in your mind. So I do. I, I would love to sit and I would love to know what he really thinks about it. How much of this is him? How much has he agreed to? What are his own thoughts and, and things on the character? I, yeah, I well, I, I will actually say this which is a funny story. I had an interaction with Brian Pillman Jr. When I first started podcasting, I reached out to him to do a podcast with me. And he said, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do your podcast, but it'll cost you. And he wanted to charge me $30. <laughs> I'm like, are you hard up for money, bro? Like $30 just seems like such a weird amount to throw out. How long, how long was it going to be? It was a $10 an hour or I, I don't know, but I was just like, that just seemed like, what the fuck? I mean, maybe Richard, he thought that was a fair price for, for booking a podcast. Richard yeah. said, Richard Bronson Vickery, RBB says, Pillman is a dick. Came home acting humbled after bombing an AEW, then turned his back again on people. Once again, he signed with WWE. What? I don't, I mean, why is he a dick for that? He just wants to make money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, sound, it sounds like RBV knows something we don't know. So yeah, he's know. yeah, it's the Stooge Report. Ohio huh? boys, you know. Isn't he your boy, bro? Didn't his dad play for your team? How dare you? What RBV's dad plays for whose team? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Vickery, <laughs> no, Vickery, Vickery's from Ohio, bro. He's yeah. a Cincinnati Bengal fan, you know. Oh, H. Yeah, All right. Well, we we'll we'll. Uh, 
We'll, we'll, we'll just uh, take a rain check on this Lexus King thing and see how it goes. Um, all right, but here's Carmelo. Oh. Okay. We, mm-hmm. we, he was on his way and now he's here. Um, he gets in the ring and then we do a nice uh, hit everybody's music segment. <laughs> here comes Baron Corbin. Uh, here comes Dijak. Here comes Dragonoff, but not out there. He just pops up on the screen because he's too over to be stepping out there with those losers. And then, uh, but he does say that we've got a fourth man in this formerly three-way number one contenders match. And then Trick Williams hit his music too. Um, and then the white guys all stir the pot with Mello and Trick. And then there's a skirmish, and we have to fire everybody now because this was supposed to be just nice talking, but as we know. You can't just go striking people off the clock. Uh, everyone should fear for their life. Everyone in the room was in danger. Um, get everybody a plate of muffins. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, dying. I'm dying to know something. Yeah, and I want to hear from Pierce real quick. Pierce, when Trick Williams' music hit and he came out, when you saw the reaction, what what were your thoughts? Like, have you have you see, have you seen Trick? I've seen Trick, yeah. He was like Camelo's uh heater, like for the like most part. And then he beat Dominic Mysterio for the North right. American title or so, but then right, he right, like right. dropped it like within 48 hours. Right, right, right. So what do you think when you saw like the reaction to and by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. The NXT, whoever's at NXT, because I know they have a lot of people that go there every single week and stuff like that, that there seems to be a hell of a lot more energy over the last three or four months in that little arena. Yeah. Um, they used to pipe in a lot more noise and I, I feel like a lot of the stuff is more organic, but so what was your, th- what were your thoughts on trick Williams and, and his entrance and how the fans reacted to him? I think he, he's a very entertaining dude. I feel like what they're going to do with him and I'm sure we're going to get into it later in, on down the track, but like, I feel like it's very predictable in the storyline that they're putting him and Camelo in right now. Like now having them sort of both being vying for the number one contendership and all this sort of stuff, like it's very, I don't know, it's very, very predictable what they're doing in the storyline here. And I'm sure like, you know, we'll discuss it later on down the track and I'm not sure what, what Vet's opinion would be on it or if he agrees with what I'm saying, but I sort of like just look at it and I was like, okay, this is like pretty fucking predictable booking. Well, well, lucky for you, Vet is right here. Hi, everyone. Hi, Vet. Hello. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it could be predictable. Uh, It usually is. I'm never worried. I'm never really worried about the talent themselves so much as the booking. I'm always worried about the booking. Uh, So, you know, a trick in a perfect world would be just fine. And he could probably Mm. overcome most obstacles. I've been on the record as saying I just don't think they can break these guys up. They may not have to have them always together, but I don't think there should be a turn. First of all, there's too many turns. Second of all, it'd be nice for like, you know, there to be other guys that just stay friends no matter what, like the New Day or whatever, even if they go off on different endeavors, because that is now refreshing as opposed to like, all these other turns that just happen for no reason when we haven't even gotten a chance to invest in them. So this has been, you can always tease it too. Like if you keep teasing it and it never happens, it's still just as interesting. So, um, uh, that, that's how I feel about it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't break them up, 
but if you want to do the tension thing just to keep people interested it's a nice way to stoke the fire i guess and keep it going so it doesn't burn out right i agree i, I agree um yeah it's predictable but is it dun, dun, dun. right so my whole thought <clears throat> during this whole situation is because we we spoke about this last week vet and i i think it's a swerve i i don't think these two guys are going to break up i think this may be one of the situations where um they keep them together and um you know one of them is going to be bought up sooner I, I think carmelo hayes I, I i i am at that belief that i think carmelo hayes and trick williams need to come up to the main roster together but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Carmelo will come up by himself. Um, and then, you know, Trick Williams later. But with all that being said, I think that that Trick Williams uh, and Carmelo Hayes, they're going to swerve us, man. They're going to think, they're going to tease that they're going to break up. They're going to tease they're going to break up. And I don't think they are going to break up. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know why. Maybe. Maybe I'm just being hopeful that you seem puzzled by my thought process. But no, not it wasn't you. I was getting uh, an earthquake alert. <laughs> no, God, are you shitting me? Yeah, I feel nothing. Is that going to happen? So it, it might happen. All right. So vet, you know, just call in. Like, um, yeah, we're we're fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, but uh, anyway, um, we'll see what happens with all that trick stuff. But uh, <laughs> who's ready for story time with Fallon Henley, baby? Mm -hmm. I love Fallon. Well, too bad because Tiffany oh. uh, comes in and she's like, um, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's what happens here. Yeah, we're showing a lot of camel toe there. Hey, you know. Could you not take your eyes off that camel toe? Locked in on the moose knuckle. Yeah. Big old camel toe. All right. Well, what? in keeping in keeping with that, uh, mm -hmm. let's move on to our women's breakout tournament. Uh, next round match <sighs> um, when we've got uh, Karate Carmen. This is no good. Versus Jada Parker. Now, they each get insert promos, okay? And uh, there's a viewing party, as usual. We have a viewing party for this. Um, I wrote down mm, ugly, but Carmen moves on, which I think is the best way for me to describe it. See, I told you watch out for Karate Carmen um she's the shits dude the, well the problem here's what here's why okay she doesn't have a baby face bone in her body mm -mm. she's meant to be a heel and it. she was for some reason cast as the baby face in this and trying to get the crowd into it and it was just the timing was bad mm. the match was bad everything was bad well uh, jada parker's ass was not bad oh yeah that's, that's that is a fine fine i'm gonna say fine young lady like her moving around that ring was a pleasure <laughs> and i think she won the crowd over with with the little rips in her pants um I mean, wonderful uh that that was well, again she would have been the prime choice for a baby face in this night i don't understand this was all right go ahead I'm just... well, that's it i mean that, that's basically it you had the, you had the wrong people in the wrong roles and some people just don't have the baby face instincts some people just don't have the heel uh knowledge and pacing control and things just no. i mean pierce all right first let me just say that every woman's match on this card brought this entire show down to me 
I, I felt like it got progressively worse. And we're going to talk about the other matches, but this match set the pace for the ladies tonight. Unfortunately, they were off, in my opinion. Um, Carmen Petrovic, uh, we, we spoke about, it's like dancing. And and when, when you're dancing and you've been dancing for a long time, or if you have natural rhythm, it, it, it's seamless. But then there's what's called counting steps in dancing. And, and this woman, Carmen Petrovic, was so fucking robotic in what she was doing. Her kicks were terrible. Um, it seems like, um, uh, Pierce, a mixed martial artist or, or martial artist or a person that was a boxer going into the, the, the sport of professional wrestling, um, it's hard. You know, when, when you've been trained to kick things for real, to fake mm. things, and this is, I think this is her biggest detriment. Your, your opinion on, on Carmen? I wasn't, a, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like her promo. I felt like it was, you know, insert generic wrestler number 34. Um, the I sword, thought the sword though. Sorry. Yeah. Like the, the, her coming out with the, the sword, like it was fuck really. Like we're going to do another sword gimmick. Like, cause it did, you know what I mean? Like it, it makes no fucking sense. Like there's no other part of her ring entrance that actually makes sense to her coming out with a sword. Like, let's say casual fan, like I'm a casual fan of it, right? I don't usually watch NXT. I'm tuned in and I'm seeing this bitch come out swinging a fucking sword. Like, okay, why? Like, like, you know what I mean? Why do I care about this chick swinging a sword? And like, what the fuck is her deal? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking dumb. Like the whole, pre the presentation of it is fucking just ridiculous. Yeah, it was silly. Now, her, her actual wrestling thing, like, yeah, like it's very robotic, very stiff. Like it's like her timing isn't right. Her footwork isn't right. But like that's where NXT is a place for these these people to develop. But like, I don't this know. This is the I breakout tournament after all. Yeah, I mean, breakout tournament is one thing. But like if you're going to be a breakout tournament, then I th feel like you need to be a star that is just absolutely on a certain level that it's like, you know what? This is a star that is deserving this moment to break out and get a shine, not just because we signed this chick to an NXT development deal and she's been down in fucking Florida for fucking two years training. It's about time we put her on the road. I think this tournament should be like, like, like you said, women that have been wrestling for 10 years on the independent circuit and given that break. You know, like, remember, um, remember Gut Check in TNA? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what the, that's what this is trying to be. But instead of them putting people that have actual like years of experience, they're putting these girls that have never wrestled on TV or just coming off of being a gymnast or a basketball player or a volleyball player. That it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. And it looks and this is this is what you're gonna get. And this yeah. is why NXT will will not be looked upon as a third brand. It's a fucking developmental brand. When you see some shindy shit with some girl coming, like you said, some bitch coming down with a fucking sword. I, I was very like I, this. This match upset me. And then the next one that we're going to talk about pissed me off even more. But we'll talk about that in a second. All right, one <laughs> second. Uh, so that match is going to involve Tegan Knox. Oh, um, like I said, in case in case we forgot, Carmen did move on. Um, San Diego. but, uh, yes. Uh, so Natalia surprises Tegan Knox, you know, she's her best friend now. And uh. so, uh, 
you know, she's there to be in her corner. So Tegan comes out and Natalia comes out. This isn't, this isn't going to like really move the, uh, what was it? What was your prediction for the last week's show, Ray? I think you said 1.3. Uh, they ended up doing less than what they did when Becky Lynch came yeah. on by herself. Yeah, true. Um, but, uh, I think they would have hit the, they would have hit the 1.3 of AEW wasn't on. Oh yeah. If only AEW. Sure. It's AEW's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but this is Lyra Valkyria, who you definitely have no problem with. Love now her. with Tiga Knox, who I told you that one match of hers was so bad that you had to go watch it. I don't know if you actually did or not. Um, but this was close enough. because uh, you already know you already know what Lyra can do. So now you you know firmly where to place the uh the fault here. Mm. Um Tiga Knox couldn't duck a kick. And she was already halfway out of the way of it and she just got kicked in the head and then they had to just improvise right there um so yeah anyway um chelsea and piper come down for a distraction uh lyra hits the lyra kick and that's uh you know that's enough that's lights out for tegan knox um then well we'll get to the post match afterwards but um ray you, this match upset you Tegan Knox is horrible. She's really bad. So, you know somebody's really bad. Like, remember I was talking about dancing? Mm. You know, when you're in, a, I guess when you're dancing, you can only be as good as your partner. Because if I'm dancing, you know, salsa, I, I'm pretty good at dancing salsa and merengue. When you, All when right. I'm, and it, well, this is true. <laughs> Ooh. I um, like how he how he puts the accent on when he says salsa. Salsa y merengue. But the thing is that if I'm dancing with a novice, I can only do the box step. I can't really, you know, spin her and and and, and you know dip her and all do all this fun shit. And it's fun when you when you dance with somebody and you're grooving and you're moving. Yeah. Lyra Valkyria is fucking awesome. She's fantastic. And she was made to look terrible because of her fucking dance partner. Yo. What's her name? Fucking Tegan Knox. Knox is horrible. How long has she been wrestling? Why was she brought to the main roster? Well, she's she's been, been wrestling she's been for a long time too. She's been wrestling long enough though to have like multiple knee surgeries. Brother, she is the equivalent of what's her face that got just got released that it was banging Batista. What's her name? Uh, Dana Brooke. Then what the fuck is this? Did you just manifest a digital thumbs up with your own thumbs up? Did I do that? Wait, let me. See. Are you guys seeing that? What the fuck was that? I was like, Did you see that? How high am I right the now? Chat, the chat saw that, right? You saw that. What oh, the fuck yeah, is this? <laughs> Ray, I know what you're doing. You're using your iPhone, aren't you? I am using, using my your iPhone. iPhone as a camera. Yeah. This is some weird tech that's going on where you just hold up a thumb so you can type an emoji. <laughs> what about this? Does this work? Doesn't work. Like what what about if I try and put a thumb up in there? Like, no, it doesn't work. Anyway, um, so anywho, I, I don't know what else to do. Like, <laughs> anyway, Tegan Knox is fucking miserable, and and this girl is is borderline dangerous. When she got kicked in the head, I'm I'm on the train with the homeless guy across from me. I'm watching this because I watch it on replay. Uh, uh Pierce, and mm. I'm usually on the train. There's usually somebody smoking crack or something. And, you know, and you know how New York subways are. I'm sure uh, you've, you've you've seen it on the news. And I I actually looked up at this homeless guy, and I was like, bro. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> He's like, I had some fucked up shit. You want some crack? I'm like, no, thank you, sir. But um, yeah, a fucking hard. I almost took the crack so I can watch the rest of this match. That's how bad well, it Tegan was. Tegan Knox took the crack right in the fucking skull because she didn't duck. 
But what about Natalia, man? Like, what's up with Natalia's fucking head? Who? It's also had a lot of surgeries, much like Tegan Knox's <laughs> knees. Her lips yeah. look weird, dude. Yeah, but like, but even her cheekbones as well, man. Like, seriously, like she looks like Skeletor from He Man. Yeah. Like, just... <gasps> <laughs> this is great. All right, sa- save it for the A show, buddy. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I um, remember speaking my no, first. No problem. <laughs> so, so anyway, afterwards, um, as as if that wasn't bad enough. Uh, then an ill-advised promo happens after the match where, you know, Lyra just starts rambling and like, I get what she was saying and she eventually got the people behind her, but like, I just didn't feel like this was the place for one of these. And then on top of that, then Becky shows up on the screen and you know, her promo is good. I just don't think this was the, this wasn't the time for these promos. This just save this for like right before the match next week, you know? (laughs) all right uh that's what i thought about that um pierce did you have any other thoughts on this yeah like what's the 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 that chick's name skylar valkyrie or whatever it is like yes that's correct i believe yes yeah like did they just try and steal ty valkyrie's name bro like when they like came up with this chick's fucking gimmick like i don't know like how long has she been in the the nxt for ty valkyrie two years now right no a year and a half well, in America, yeah, she's been in. She was in the UK NXT for a few years, and her yeah, name well. was her name was something else. It was something else that was changed to this, you know, like when she came over overseas. They're like, well, you can't be this because people won't know how to pronounce it. Uh, yeah, but so, Valkyria is not much easier. Huh? I, that 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 part they didn't need to change. Maybe they did change that because of Valkyrie, because it was just Aoife Valkyrie. Now it's. Lyra Valkyria so whatever um it's really just about what you can trademark like you were saying earlier like they can own certain things Valkyria is just a thing I know there is a wrestler that's using that right now but that's still just a thing that she took so you can't really own it I guess yeah, yeah she was I, late I, she was Lady Valkyrie Iofi <laughs> Valkyrie Valkyrie Kane those Always something names. with the Valkyrie of some of some description. Her real name is uh Aofi Kusak. Oh, all right. Kusak. Hmm. It's like Cusack. John John Cusack's daughter. Cusack. There you go. Cusack. K what was it? C U S A C K. Cusack, right? Kuzasak. No, it's no it's just Cusack. one S. It's all right. It's all, all right. right. Whatever it is, it's all right. Right. Um, it is, I I did find uh, Becky Lynch's promo to be a little bit monotonous and fucking boring though. Like I was, it's almost to the point where it's like I didn't find it one ounce believable. Where it's like she just was sitting there and just rattling off like the standard um, wrestling promo. Um, at, at almost to the point where it's like when she even her deliverance of it, I felt like was just Becky going, I really don't want to be here, I really don't want to be fucking doing this, and I'm punching down and having to fucking work with these people. And that's the kind of vibe that I got from, from Becky's promo. Becky I would never feel like that, Pierce. Stop it, Ray. Oh my god, what is this? He's got a whole fireworks display right now and snow. I, I love you, vet. 
All right, well, this show's this show's fucking over. I don't even know why I should go through the rest of this. There's not going to be anything but sorry. Uh, real-time emojis from okay, here okay. on out. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm, I'm being the dick. I apologize. Um, all right, well, just like uh, just like you, Trick and Mellow Game work it out. Um, they, uh, they're friends, kind of. Uh, Gigi Dolan gets TMZ'd. Um, and it's a good thing she was walking by uh, the giant wheel because then she gets to spin uh. it. You know, it's good timing on that where they just catch her by the wheel. You just know, happened to old, be a fucking wheel there. Yeah, the old spin the wheel wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, she spins it, and uh, we get a lights out match. So that would mean that the show's gonna have the main event, and then this match is gonna go on last. Yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> but that's what they a lights out match lights. is. I thought so, the lights out matches they turn the lights off for it, and they do it. Yeah, hard. so. Ray, do you want to explain the history of the lights out match to any of our listeners that don't know? Fucking, you asking the wrong guy, brother. Well, it's important because I mean, it's, it's the part Bray of part and, No, 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 stop it. In part and parcel of uh, a lights out match is comes from your neck of the woods because they used to have curfews. So, oh, right. It would be like you know they would have matches that were like it goes until curfew like most falls till curfew or there's different things they had to shut things down or whatever so what you would do is if and if they'd have an unsanctioned match right then you would you know they'd have the last match of the show then they turn the lights down then they bring the lights back up and then you would have this unsanctioned match or whatever you know it's a thing that they used to do so i don't think that's going to happen here i think they're just going to turn the lights out and have a pitch black mountain dew sponsorship again and um back in the day when and like you were you were referring to in the, in the hood or whatever we were told as children when the lights when the lights go on when the light you know when it gets dark outside you go home go home so we'll see how that works not gonna happen. Right, well, yeah, who, who's, this, who's this college professor that just joined us Oh my goodness gracious! Who's this guy? He must—he must be a new uh, a new hire at Chase University. Yes, uh, <laughs> Professor Professor Pierce. Oh, oh, there, there's Pierce, and yeah. now he's gone again. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Ray, what'd you think of this uh, Von Wagner rehab? <laughs> um, it's it's fucking campy. Um. I get, I get. They're trying to elicit some type of uh, emotion. Uh, they're trying to elicit um, uh, what's the what's the word when you when you feel sorry for somebody in wrestling? Uh, sympathy. Sympathy. <laughs> um, but you know the guy's fucking eight feet tall, and and he could lift the car probably. So it's hard for me to 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 gain sympathy over him. I th- I think he should have always and should have stayed a monster, but neither here nor there. So they're moving on with this. Um. Are we gonna get to the point where Vaughn is backstage with uh not Vaughn uh with uh what's his yeah, name? Yeah, we're Robert? gonna get to it. Okay, because that's, that's not for a while though. All right, it's fine. Um it, it's 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 uh what's the word? Um Do you like how you like how he's physically he's physically too weak to stretch the band, but Robert Stone just tells him he just needs to focus. Yeah, and he needs to work harder. Yeah, just, just. I know you're basically crippled. He dropped, he dropped the stairs on your head, but if you just focus, yeah, you gotta just try, like, like fucking, like using the fucking force. Do you think Stevie, when he was going through his spine infection, do you think he just wasn't focusing? I think Robert Stone should have been there. He would have recovered faster. 
Yeah, he just needed someone to say, come on, like, just give it a bit of an extra try. Sometimes that's all you need is a bit of motivation. I'm sure Stevie's wife wasn't doing that. No. You need a worker, brother. Don't forget, guys. Ask uh, Stevie Richards to uh, review that uh, that match between he and Sam, man. Please. I'm begging you. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. He, he's not going to do it. Um, oh, well, Pierce, uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Bob Riker dropped the stairs on this fucking guy. <laughs> so they're pretending that he's, he's crippled. Now maybe he has a shoot injury that they're working an angle around, but I thought they were gonna shave down his fucking uh his eyebrows or something. Nah, he was all gonna point, be off TV. At this point, I wouldn't. He comes back looking like you know how you know the Alan SpongeBob Squidward turn turn uh turn handsome. No, he <laughs> Pierce knows what I'm talking about, right? When you no, no. <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah, I get it. I'm sure Squid, some Squid, of the people know Squidward. He had gotten into an accident, much like Von Wagner. And then yeah. they, they did reconstructive surgery, and he was like gorgeous. No. <laughs> anyway, oh, did, did Patrick drop the pineapple on him, and that's why he had to get the surgery? I forgot what happened, but I know he had reconstructive surgery. People out there know what I'm talking about. All right, whatever. Kiana versus Shotzi. Here's the next women's match. So this, this is, is your the girl, Pat. third third one in a row, third third in a row. Yep, third fucking women's match. Um, yeah, they have a match, and then. Uh, yeah, Roxanne comes out and she gets the purse and she's like, "Hey, there's a brick in this." What? And then uh, she gives it to, she gives the bag. Kiana takes the bag and then Shotzi takes the bag and then she Eddie Guerrero's Kiana and then she hits the senton for the win. Pierce, um, any, any comment? You, your, th- your, your thoughts on Shotzi? I actually quite like Shotzi. God damn it! What is wrong with you people? I, I like her. She's I like horrible. Her. Bro, huh? nobody cares about how good she is at wrestling. That's not the point. Yeah, it's not the point. Yeah, the wrestling is like fucking secondary. I think she she's yeah, she's she's got a great set of gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh no, she's really, like fucking... lots of less, a total set of gimmicks like the tank, and she's got yeah. the hair and the catchphrases she's like and the fucking Darth Maul, dude. She is yeah. gross. New gimmick. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> Fucking yeah. I, I mean, I, look, the thing is, the one thing that we I, I've seen in this whole NXT show that I saw is this is supposed to be developmental, but yet they're having all of these other stars coming in and appearing on the show, whether it be, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Fucking Becky Lynch, then having Shotzi, um, you know, coming back from being on the main roster now in NXT and having uh, Baron Corbin coming back and all these other people coming back. Is NXT really sort of now going away from being the developmental brand to becoming the brand that we compete with AEW against? No. Fair enough. <laughs> they don't, I, I they just... don't compete. They don't compete there. When they did compete head to head with AEW, uh, they lost handily mm. every week. I know nobody remembers that because we just had this one time ever that NXT beat them in the ratings when they moved uh, AEW off of their, uh, off of their normal night. But if you remember when NXT was on Wednesday nights, they had to move to Tuesdays. Mm. And I, I would, I, I speculate strongly speculate, uh, that part of the reason that 
Vince and Bruce came down and took a sledgehammer, pun intended, to the whole thing and started messing around down there was because they couldn't beat AEW in the ratings for however many years that they were doing that. So I don't think it's so much that as they're just looking at it's two birds with one stone. We don't have anything for you to do up here Robert's and done. you can be of some use down there. Mm. Down where? Down there. Down there. Down there. Robert Stone? Mm -hmm. Is that the stone you're talking about? Yes. Uh, so we'll see if that works. And, you know, they loaded up on a bunch of stuff last week and, you know, <laughs> it, it was a, a decent number. But when Shotzi howls, guys, mm -hmm. like, a, like a fucking wolf, I want to I wanna go to my mother's old neighborhood and I want to get the biggest fattest blackest woman to go and cut her jesus fucking christ that's that's how how terrible i think she is she's stupid i don't know how you guys think she's good she stinks in the ring she's bad like no one i cares again no one cares about that that's there's plenty of good she takes off many ring. different finishes that's she why she's like she takes off many different types of finishes bro that's why she's in the ring that's why she signed there sorry are you serious? Like, yeah, like, bro. Like, I'm, 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 I'm being. I'm not even acting right now. Like, 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 yeah, bro. Like, look at her, bro. How she looks. The tattooed, sort of like grungy, sort of look. That's one fetish. The fucking Eurasian market. That's another fetish. She's Asian. Yeah, bro. She's like Filipino that. or something. Okay. Yeah, like, bro, like she's half thing. That's why, bro. She ticks off these different little fetish boxes, bro. That's why they keep them around. <laughs> like, yo, they, come on, man. They don't have them there because they actually can wrestle. And she has heart. It may be black, but she has it. Okay, that's what counts. I, I don't, I don't get it, bro. Mackenzie right. is on a phoner with Noam Dar for some reason, uh, and then uh, for so, also for some reason, Tazawa wants Noam Dar to know that Tazawa is looking for Noam Dar. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I I wrote down here interrupted by whoops trick what. What was that? What happened here? I don't even remember this now. Did Trick come in here? Let me see. We cut elsewhere with Trick. Tr Trick and Trick and uh, Camilla had a segment at one stage. Back they did. I feel like I missed yeah, that. Like they had, a, they had a segment when Trick came back and, and then. Oh had, yes, like, yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they're like, uh, "We good, dog?" Or that oh, oh no, no, no. The, I'm sorry. The reason I wrote that this is where they found out they cut and said that Trick was attacked. Oh, he's an yes. All right, knocked over. So, there. so they interrupted this with the trick. Who was whooped? Being trick. Yes. Okay, I get it now. All right, I forgot that part. Um. So yeah. So we do one of these things, and then we come back from break, and Kelly Kincaid's <laughs> in the parking lot giving her report. Um, and uh, Trick is going to the hospital, and then uh, that makes the match <laughs> for later tonight go back to a three-way medical facility. They said hospital. They did. As a matter of fact, they took their time to say it so that you know that the Tapatio mascot is out of here. The Tapatio mascot. Yes. Okay. Senior Vince is gone, so we can say hospital again. Oh, that's what you were told. That's all wrestling's that's all wrestling's <laughs> needed. You know, like that's what was holding it back. It's the fact that people weren't allowed to say hospital. So um or belt. Or belt. 
Yes. Because if because if you notice on Monday Night Raw, Chad Gable said, "I'm getting that IC title back." That would have got him fired months ago. He did. But now he can say IC title and not worry about getting fired. Well, what are they supposed to call it? Championship. A championship title. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need to get a an intercontinental championship opportunity. All right, Pierce. So, you having a lot of pro. You have you're right over there, Pierce. Choking yeah, I'm just trying to fix my mic. My mic's going to be loose. Well, that sounds like a sounds like a use problem, sir. It does. It's just getting all floppy. <laughs> it happens when you get older. It happens when you get older, sir. Go ahead, Ben. Ben doesn't um, experience. He's only thirty. Nathan Fraser uh, catches up with Dom in the kitchen and starts punching him. So mm-hmm. he's got to get fired. Now here's a good here's a good way where. Um, you when they actually started this fight in the hallway let's pretend they didn't do this 10 times a week every week the actual beginning of this where he's like hockey fighting dom in the hallway kind of looked good right the angle they had the punches he was throwing looked better than they usually do with this they're not like grabbing guys by the back of the neck and throwing them into the wall or fake wrestling shit. like they look like these guys were fighting and then when they get out to the ring, it turns into the wrestling match where they start hitting the ropes and doing moves to each other and shit. That, but for a minute there, they they kind of had something, even though it's fireable. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, mommy comes out to make the save, and it's like, mm-hmm. so wait a minute, what was Dominic doing walking around without her? Like where was she at the whole time? I was just wondering that. I'm sure she was probably putting some business deal together, you know, for something. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's basically where we leave it. A little chaos there. Um, and then Shotzi and Roxy are walking and Shotzi likes this new Roxy. And then they walk by the wheel. There's the wheel. And, uh, Shotzi's got, you know, she's like, give it a spin. And Roxy's like, okay. And then she spins the wheel and she gets the devil's playground match. And I'm just thinking like, I don't know. Are they, is this official? Are, like these wheel spins sanctioned? No one's around. Like, well, the shot isn't uh, Shitsy the uh, the host. Like she she's like basically the general manager of Halloween Havoc. So. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, so that 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 works. Mm. It is official. official. She's the Adam Pierce of. Uh, what do you think about Shotzi, the general manager of NXT? Keeps her out of the ring. I'm leaving. She gets to be the host. No. How do I go? He's quitting. All right uh pierce i'm in the market for a new co-host on wednesdays i know it's kind of a little bit late for you sometimes but what do you think bald guy with a beard shots you fucking there you go i i gotta practice my spanish though kill myself see um all right well how about this then guys uh we get another breakout tournament match this time it's ariana grace uh who gives her a pageant speech accepting her bye into the next round because her <laughs> opponent uh had been injured somehow and it turns out they have an alternate and the alternate is now we already like i i was sitting here talking about brian pillman getting a new name but uh this <laughs> this young lady's name is brinley reese oh god who is she is there anyone on earth named Brinley? I just Never had that name before. Yeah, that is not a name. This is like this is like in the movie Anchorman when 
Ron Burgundy is like trying to make up fake names while he's calling Veronica on the phone. Like, she's <laughs> like, "Who is this?" Uh, uh, Brinley, Brinley Reese. Her name is Brianna. Her real name? No, it's Brinley, bro. The TV wouldn't lie to me. Oh well, I guess mm. I guess I'm wrong. Brinley. So anyway, she cuts a pr insert promo, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, she has muscles. Uh, muscles so i will say this reese needs work she has a little more time in the oven a few more reps she probably just signed she's obviously an alternate that she wasn't even good enough to make the crop of people who weren't good enough to make tv so there's that but um grace has been gone with an injury for a while now we know this is santino's daughter bianca okay and just watching her in this two minute match or whatever um her facial expressions great uh her yeah just her, the mechanics that she was doing everything that was awkward in this match was clearly brinley's fault right uh because on some of the stuff i noticed she was like crowding mm -hmm. ariana a little bit like she's just yeah. a little too when she goes to throw that kick to the stomach and brinley's just a little too close you know so it, it's not really you know, the, 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 a lot of that stuff. Um, and you know, Grace is still learning too, but, uh, she's definitely got the character part down. Like I so see her dad and some of the stuff that she's doing. So she was, uh, shoot, she was shoot throwing her judo, judo tossing her. Right. Which she, she had, can, to. which we know you can, but she had to, because this other girl didn't know what to do. She was taking those falls all weird, like on the back of her neck. I mean, the Brinley girl, she, this, yeah. anyway, so yeah, um, so I, I look forward to this. I like the gimmick too. Uh, she could even do the gimmick even better than she is doing it. But I think what she's doing right now is okay. Pierce, what did you, did you evaluate anything with these ladies, any future for them? I like Ariana Grace. I think she's definitely got a lot. Like, I think for as far as like an NXT performer goes, you can definitely see that she's got something there. Um, I think it needs to be nurtured a little bit more to really sort of get it out. But you can see like she's she's working with something there. She's got, you know, the right tools to break out and be a big star as well. But I also feel like by looking at this match, there's moments as well where she's not afraid to sort of have egg on her face and get caught with her mm. pants down as well, which is an important part when you're a heel. Um, and She's I think that hundred percent that, that, that comedic timing. And I feel like if she can embrace that where I feel like a lot of, um, performers, uh, are probably a bit more hesitant to, to embrace being a little bit more embarrassed. They want to look cool. Cringy. Exactly. Look cool in like, front of all their fans and their other workers. But if you can be that and you can embrace that and you can do that really, really well. Um, I think that there's a big place for that. And I feel like there is something like that missing in wrestling in general. And I think she can be the one to really deliver it there for, especially in WWE. Right. Oh man, I agree. Um, this kid, she's, she's, that's the one thing that I, I was paying attention to the way she, uh, she would get picked up and she, you could see her eyes open up and, Oh no, 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 don't do it to me. You know, and, and she's on the floor and she's like, she sells really well. And she's funny, and she—I told you, vet. I thought she was the one that was going to win this whole thing. I she think not, she's going to be the star. She—who's—who's who's better? Who better than Canyon? Than it don't her? matter who's better. It matters who they wanted. 
Who you it's, said? Who I, you, I told you it was going to be. I told you it was going to be right when we started. It was going to be. Uh, what's her name and what's her name? Who? The um, what's her name? The MMA girl. Yeah, it's going to be Lola Vice, mm-hmm. and it's going to be um, the 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 Dana protege. What's her name? Oh God! Not, not Jada Parker, but uh, gross. Just saying. That's who it's going to be. It's going to come down to that. Your heel baby face. You got that, but the crowd actually likes the heel. Uh, so it's, it's, it's going to be that. So she's going to, you know, all right. I'm I sure the know. match, I'm sure the match with Lola and Carmen will be better. Cause they'll probably try to do like a, you know, <laughs> actual half-ass shoot fight match. And it'll probably look better than whatever running the ropes shit they tried to do this week. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Grace is just, you know, like you said, it just, she's great. <laughs> when, when, when she's like going for the suplex and the suplex is getting blocked and she has that, that slight look of panic on her face. Like, yes, that's no. what I'm talking about. Like, no one blocks a suplex. Like just, it, yeah. So anyway, keep your eyes on her. Um, anything else before we move to the next thing, which is something you brought up, Ray, you wanted to get to this. This is. Uh, where Mackenzie's with Braun and then Robert Stone comes in and yeah, yeah, Um, he gets, he gets so fired up here. Do you want to tell him what happens? It's great. Look at Um, these guys. They're great, man. Um, she's great. I I really like her a lot. Um, so I thought this was okay. I thought this, this, this worked because, you know, uh, Robert Stone was was really fucking pissed off. Braun Breaker doesn't give a fuck about what he did to uh, to uh, what's his name, uh, the Bridge. He well, gives he's just no laughing at him, he's just... laughing at him. He doesn't give a fuck that this guy can't stretch an arm. Uh, uh, Stevie Richards' uh, fitness band. He doesn't care. And he emotionally jumped in. and He goes, "You know what? We're gonna fucking fight you and me next week, Halloween Havoc." Huh? <laughs> It's like, I mean, how many times have we been in situations in our lives where, you know, because of uh, emotions, anger, um, you know, you you just say something or you do something that just puts you in a really bad spot. I know I have. I am imperfect. Robert Stone did it. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, old Robert Stone in the ring again. It's been a while. Um, I would bring back the, the, uh, the, the gimmick, the the Jersey Shore gimmick. He's, he's going to be yeah, very timely, yep. very important right now. Well, I'm Pierce, to this. Pierce, if you haven't been following along, I think Robert Stone is the last guy in the company that has left to beat Braun Breaker because everybody else has. So now it's his turn. It's He'll win. How I how I looked at this. He'll win. He's got he's got to do. It. I saw this whole segment and gone. This is fucking stupid. Why do you have these two? Go- no, I, I felt like, why do you have these two guys backstage? They're having this altercation. There's been this massive thing where Bron's gone and fucked up his mate. They, he, the other guy wants to, like, Robert Stone wants to challenge for a fight. Well, there's nothing standing in between you besides air and opportunity, homie. Why not have it out there? Why not have an altercation right there? There was nothing there stopping them there where I think, like, you need to set it up to make it make a little bit more sense there because all it looked at like was Robert Stone was a scared little boy and he's going to go into this match petrified. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it just didn't... 
I don't know. Like it, it doesn't really exude any confidence in Robert Stone. It didn't really make many sense to have them there face to face to have that altercation. Like I think it should have been done a little bit better. Well, there you go. You have two opposing opinions, Ray and uh, Pierce. See this thing totally differently. But then again, it, you know, with Pierce, he doesn't watch the product every every week. No. Nah. So I get why. I understand why uh, Robert Stone would be so emotionally invested and, and make this mistake. And at the same time, you know, you, you're right. You know, they could have just fought right there. But I think that's in a situation like that, a guy like Braun Breaker, that's the last thing he would expect to happen. Who the fuck is Robert, Robert Stone? A, uh, he's a roach. He's an ant. He's not important. Mm. He, yeah, put, he, he would not. He was not. He was just there. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, he got caught off guard. Oh, what? A match? Good idea. I'm not going to beat your ass here. I'm going to beat your ass on TV so that Von Wagner can watch it. <laughs> and the kids can watch it. Your stupid kids you were talking about, they can watch it on TV. Yeah. So I get what you're coming from, where you're coming from. But as somebody who's been invested in this product for over whatever this storyline for now, what, vet? Six months or, or longer? Yeah. Um, I get it. I get where they were going with it. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how Brown Break is going to lose, but Yeah, exactly, cuz he is going to lose. Like I'm this serious. is the ultimate. They did everything they could to him last week except piss in his mouth while he was on the ground. So, yeah. you know, the final foot wipe on Brown Breaker is to just have him lose to the manager who has it wrestled on TV not one time. But you know what I've actually heard is interesting about Robert Stone is like when he was on the indies, he actually has a reputation for being a massive bitch that refuses to take a lot of stuff. Eh? Who's that? Robert Stone. Like when he was coming up on the indies, he just refused to take anyone's shit. When he was Robbie it, E? Yeah, well, I don't know, but this is before prior to Robbie E. Like I heard from a lot of guys on the indies from the Northeast were like, they came up with him. He was just saying like, yeah, he was just like a real fucking difficult guy to work. Well, I'm, now, do you think are these guys that like want to do all no, these dangerous fucking yeah, moves and go. shit that they're doing? No, AEW no, and- no, 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 no. These are the you like want to take a leg drop. <laughs> yeah, <he's> just- <laughs> no, these oh, are guys that are like a, me, a, a veterans that have been around a long time and that had sort of said that no, nah, he just wouldn't take anything and just wants to get his own shit in. And then, oh no, I can't do that. Like, just basically, what, what I was told is he doesn't really have much heart. Hmm. Maybe well, that's, that's why, why he's do. always been a manager. Right. Here in this in this yeah. version of himself but he's gonna get a win next week so please tune in to see it uh he's, he's gonna beat braun breaker bro yep that's gonna happen corbin versus mellow versus dijack dijack's the only one who gets an entrance here the other two guys get the chopper entrance yeah what was that about uh yeah dijack's over bro he's got the sin city you know we're all we're Why all not? in there with that um so you know they had a match i don't know i wasn't really watching this shit ray what about you <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about these guys, dude. I seriously don't give a fuck. Dijak is the only one that was ever even slightly interesting, and he's just been Robert Stone, or no, he's ba- he was Braun Breaker before Braun Breaker got there. Everybody wiped their feet on him. He hasn't won a match. Except he's won two matches, one against Keith Lee back in their trilogy, and then the one he won against some guy a few I, weeks ago. I mean, I watched the match, but I was like, all right, I know who's going to win. I knew Carmelo Hayes is gonna win. Um, mm. I looked at little things here and there, like how, like how was Carmelo Hayes gonna beat these two guys? And I like how he won the match with the uh, the, the the what the with fucking the steel, jumping leg drop. the the pin steel. 
the pin steel that was cool i like that um i also looked at how fucking big dijak is man next to corbin he's a big fucking guy um and that's all i got out of this because nothing but net that's the finishing move uh so he kind of hit that on corbin after corbin hit the end of days and then he stole the pin i dug it i, I thought it was okay um you know and then we get the post-match gimmick but what did you think pierce to be honest, like the the match itself, I thought it was all right. Like I, I didn't think it was anything overly that exciting. Like it was just yeah, it was a, it was there. Um, yeah, like I, I don't. The, there was nothing memorable for for me for it. Like there was nothing really that really stood out. As right. you said, like I felt like the the Camelo going over was very predictable. Trick getting jumped. It's going to turn out that Camelo is the one that jumped him. They're mm-hmm. going to then go on and have a feud. I don't know. I can just sort of predict that it's going to happen. Like, I think Trick will then come back and then cost the title, uh, cost Camelo the title, title. Uh, you know, and, and then they'll go on and have a feud. Like, I just don't think they're going to have Camelo go over and, and, and win the title again. Really? I just don't see it. No. Okay. I'm better. All right. Well, um, from there, I mean, it just kind of like as this is all just going off the air and Carmelo Hayes is celebrating or whatever, they show Lyra backstage with her picture of Becky Lynch that she keeps taped in her locker or whatever, and then she just rips that in half. So, oh, that's sad. That's, sad. that's, that's sad to see. Just because just a little friendly competition, you know, gets a little bit heated. Now you got to rip a picture. Uh, she's probably got saved in her phone. It'll be all right. Um, and then we see Jade Cargill on the monitor like, Ah, 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 time's running out or or something does this get an emoji come on raise iphone i can try it let's see no big clock emoji no okay oh what what the fuck was that yeah two two thumbs up gets you fireworks and snow out of the neck fireworks from the neck yeah fireworks from the neck firework beard did you notice that we're three bold guys wearing black shirts doing a podcast Mm mm-hmm that should be the that should be the name of our new podcast. Like, yeah, we're, we look like three blue guys in black. We look like the entire AEW Collision audience during an Edge promo. <laughs> and it's about the same amount of people. Was that serious? That's hard cam side. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Stiff. Mm-hmm. End of the show. Well, that's it. So Pierce, um, you know, you're not you don't watch this shit on a now. This is coming off of the greatest NXT of all time. Hmm. <laughs> Undertaker, they bought they bought back Andre the Giant, his casket to be resurrected. Him. No, they just left him in the casket and they slammed the casket. Um, I mean, last week was no, incredible. that's not true because remember Andre the Giant's ghost scratched the Lotharios. He's like, right. I get the back. Yes, yeah, boss. Anyway, what did you think of the show, man? I mean, look, you watch NXT. I mean, you watch uh, uh, AEW, right? Um, I, I watched AEW yeah, the other week. I, I mean, I felt like WWE is a much more polished product, like NXT is a much more polished product than what AEW is. What? Honestly, I do. Like, as far as from developmental. a... developmental. As far as from a production oh. level. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a much more structured show. Hmm. Like, you can see there's structure there in NXT where I feel like you, when I watched AEW, I felt like there wasn't much structure I felt like I was just watching, um, like a big indie show. That's fair. Like that, that's what I I kind of got. 
now with like NXT, like I said earlier, I kind of felt like they're bringing all these like main stars back, and and they did that last week. And they is that going to be a regular thing? They've got Becky Lynch as their NXT Women's Champion. You know, are they doing that because they want to have a like they're trying to compete with AEW? Like, what's the reason behind it? Because like I I think they're losing sight of what NXT should be, which is developmental. Like, I think if you want to give, like, your some of your NXT stars a rub, like, instead of bringing top stars there, why not bring them to the main roster and give them dark matches and give them opportunities that way? Mm. They mm. do some of that, too. I guess. But, I mean, we, we ain't watching the dark matches. We True. ain't watching the main events on Hulu. We ain't watching any of that extra stuff. So, uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're doing it. Um, but that's the thing, too. If you don't have a Becky Lynch or a Baron Corbin or whoever else comes down, then you get Carmen Petrovich versus Jada Parker. That's what, that's what everybody thinks developmental is. Cause that's what it should be. But unfortunately they got a national two hours cable prime time show, which developmental probably shouldn't have that. Yeah. Well, Pierce, uh, we're going off the air right now uh, to your national anthem. This is it, right? Tommy Kangaroo down sport. Yes, I found an instrumental. Believe it or not, it's incredible that I can uh, actually find. Pierce, why don't you uh, put over your uh, social media, what you're doing next, uh, where you can be. Uh, hey, if anybody wants to fucking hire you, you know, to, for, for, for more than $100. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can we do that, there, buddy? Hey, that's it. I am the host of the greatest podcast in the world, Shooting the Shit Uncensored. I am the truth, the dad bod, God, the bald, the beard, and the fucking beautiful Piers Austin. You can find me on YouTube, Twitch, wherever you get your podcast platforms. Tap those little red buttons and tap in because you know that I'm bringing you the greatest podcast in the world with some of the best content going today. So go and check it out. And as always, a pleasure to be on the Hameen Media Group with my homies, The Vet, and also... Big gay Ray and I mean there's always a pleasure to be here and thank you so much for having me. It's all as I said, always a pleasure. Vet. The pleasure is ours, Pierce. I speak as a guest on Shooting the Shit Uncensored that you do have some of the best content out there simply because I'm on it. So if that's not enough, then you also got Big Ray Hernandez on Shooting the Shit Uncensored. So, you know, take your pick of of, uh, Next Level Wrestling Review hosts. They're working with Piers Austin over on his platform, too. So check those things out. And uh, definitely check out uh, the Impact Attack every Monday. Uh, with myself and Brandon, uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. We break down Impact Wrestling. Their big show's coming up. Bound for Glories this weekend. I sure can't wait to watch it. It's going to be great. Um, but, yeah, you can see me all over the place. Uh, you don't need to hear more about me. What you need to do is you need to go to Wrestling with Rip Rogers' channel. Check that out. They just got their interview from last week with uh, star of uh, OVW, and which you may know that show Wrestlers on Netflix. So you've probably seen Hollywood Haley J. So Hollywood. 
Hollywood. So they spent uh, an hour talking to Hollywood there and uh, ripping Vaughn, and it's very fun. And that's all available on YouTube right now. So Russell Rogers, check it out. And they do a live Q and A every Friday at noon, concrete time, except when it's not. And then check out. We already talked about Stevie Richards, and if you can't get him to review a Sandman versus Sabu match, uh, then you'll just have to settle for what he is putting out there, which as of today was he put out a brand new um, Patreon video that breaks down the entire uh, Gunther and uh, Bronson Reed match from Raw. And then if you want his YouTube content, he goes over the finish from the tag team championship match that was on raw with uh cody and jay versus uh, judgment day so he says what went wrong with this finish so that's what stevie rich is up to as well as the fitness channel reviewing chuck norris total gyms and uh you know whatever else he's got going on there and his podcast big fitness show with big mike barons every week so check out all that stuff right well, um, stupidly, I was supposed to look up something, but I didn't. So anyway, um, check out the A show, ladies. Uh, late, blah, 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 blah. Check out the A show tonight at With 7 p.m. Uh, iPhone emojis. Real time iPhone emojis. I, let me do the heart gimmick. Let me see if that works again. There it is. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, um, God damn it, man. God damn Until it, pal. sees that. Oh, she's going to fucking lose her shit. She's going to shake her tits. Don't even smarten her up. It's gonna be awesome. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna just start. Anything. Just just look up all the stuff you can do and just start doing it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Listen, we're gonna have uh, an actor on. Uh, his name is Hunt Williams, and uh, I'm sorry, Wade Hunt Williams. Excuse me. Google him. This guy's been in everything. He's fucking awesome, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we're gonna talk about his time. He's he's done a bunch of stuff for HBO. He's he's even been on fucking Power Rangers. Um, He's done so much work. He's also a musician. It's just going to be a really good, fun, lighthearted conversation. And um, yeah, come join us 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight uh, for the A Show. I don't really have anything else to put over. So um, guys and gals, uh, you know where to follow me on social media. Hey, do me a favor. If you can, follow me on TikTok. And uh, I'm putting up these little videos every day, like Monday through Friday, just, you know, wrestling conversation. Just if you don't mind just hitting a like and sharing them, uh, I would I would really appreciate it if you guys are on TikTok. Don't stop it. Beth. Stop it. Uh, please uh, give me a follow there and um, share my profile. I, I want to try to get to a thousand followers so I can go live there and then shut it down. <laughs> That's the plan. People are going to want it. I'm going to fucking take it away. Anyway, Pierce, man, you are the fucking man, dude. I love the fact that you know whenever you have time you always come and you're like dude i'm off let, let me work with you guys and that means that you like us and we love you too brother it's one of those situations where i don't even feel like i have to run it by the vet pierce is coming on cool absolutely so it's our genuine pleasure to have you because you are a genuine friend man and you're a genuine guy and we genuinely like you and and we Thank love you, brother. So God bless you, my friend. And uh, in the words of the great Cody Rhodes. Oh, fuck me. Yeet. Yeah. Yeet. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Have a good day. Yeet. Yeet. What do you guys want to talk about? Yeet. This is a Huffman Roger. Yeah, it's fucking me. Yeah, and uh, listen to the fucking Hameen Media Group. That's Ben Hameen.
I'll meet in your group from Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself. <laughs>